0: a world where carolina panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for panthers news and opinions only one podcast roars ferociously it's the c3 panthers podcast
2: he's back and we're back The Panthers are back, baby, 34 to 10. And what felt like doom and gloom and seizing over just five days ago turns a new new dawn, a new day, a cam era returns. Holy cow, the Panthers go hunting this week and pounce on the Redbirds 34 to 10 in a strong defensive performance, uh, albeit with some missing weapons against a hobbled opponent but a bounce back performance in what was the biggest offensive performance of this team all season, where Christian McCaffrey and his one hamstring outperformed an entire Cardinals offense. Phil Snow smacked Cliff Kingberry right in the face, and Cam Newton scored two touchdowns on two plays, and even through the ball, we knew Super Cam was back, but I think he's Back for good, baby. Cody Lashney, man, you got to say. You got to say it's a good day. It feels different. Even the damn offensive line looked better.
3: It, It is different. And let me tell you what. There's a lot of good that happened on that field today. But Cam Newton is the difference. The energy is different. This entire team feels like they have something to play for going forward And we do, Tony Dunn, we're right in the midst of a wild card hunt. This could not have happened at a better time. A tremendous performance today by the Carolina Panthers. And Tony Dunn, normally we're here having to cheer everybody up on a Sunday post-game show. But no, we're just going to talk about all the heavenly glory that happened on your football screen today. And we're going to do it with the best Panther fans in all of YouTube, Tony Dunn. You already know him. It's Andrew Compton. ATX-19, Chris Mortensen, my man JD54, Justin, Kevin Boshovin, Panther Fan, King Dragon, Maddie Matt, Ten Tizzy, Tony Dunn, ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll.
2: It's a good day to be a fan, um, especially when there's been some hardships on these fans. Uh, one of those, Nick Montiero, who has not even been able to see the greatness that is cam newton but boy uh, you've driven you've drove you've seen terrible football but this team gave you some life today i gotta believe it
1: man i made the pilgrimage three times and <laughs> <laughs> after today man i'd go down and i'd do it tomorrow if i could you know it's we desperately needed this win and i'm so hump i'm so pumped man you know, I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. We finally put the beat down on a halfway decent team. Yeah, they were missing some people. But, man, we needed that Cam Newton our Narcan to get shot in our arm and pick us back up.
4: <laughs>
2: yes, we did. Uh, Sarah Taylor, so uh, sad that I didn't get to catch up with you today. Uh, she was in Greenville, my town, um, to see a visit visiting her daughter. Thank you for the donation. I know that there is excitement surrounding um, the Carolina Panthers and fans right now would have been great to catch up. But today would have been an awful day for me yesterday. My wife threw my 40th birthday party, bro. And it was the struggle today was real. It was real like it was for the Arizona Cardinals, Drew. That struggle was real. How does a player like Cam Newton inject so much energy to a team into the life, it breathes life, to where the defense looked like they were on, on – crystal meth or something these guys were hype dude dante jackson just smashing dudes um shack thompson playing great as always and i think the refs colluded against us half the time and we would have been better on a lot of this mess drew how does a man how does a single man is it is he human i don't even know
5: uh cam newton is just a force of nature I mean, to to walk into that locker room with guys' heads hanging down, wondering how they're going to turn this season around, and then they go out and, yeah, the Cardinals were missing Kyler Murray and they were missing DeAndre Hopkins, but didn't have anything to do with their defense. Cam Newton came in and just electrified that team, and that's exactly what we needed. I mean, did you guys look at the end of the game? All the offensive players, Robbie, DJ, all of them were sitting beside Cam Newton on the bench. I'm like, that's totally different than what we saw with them dealing with Sam Darnold. Nobody wanted to even be around him or even look at him.
2: No, they all wanted to go home early. Uh, Robbie (laughs) Anderson was smiling. I ain't seen Robbie Anderson smile all season. He smiled today. Yeah, he did. He even caught that one tough pass, and I think it was – I don't know if uh, Cam threw it or PJ threw it, uh, but it was like a wide receiver screen, like the ones they used to throw to Smitty back in the day. Yeah, And it was behind him. And my man had to twist and catch it behind him and caught it with him and ro- turned. And I was like, man, Robbie would not have caught that two weeks ago. He would just like, he been allergic to that football. Even he had a great day today. Uh, but as things have changed so much at least in our attitude and our outlook and at the very minimum how about this is that if cam newton went retired today uh it would leave a better taste for people that have been yearning for cam newton you know what i'm saying like that one last moment and i mean i know that's not going to happen we're going to see more goodness but i'm telling you like I mean, we didn't even have to win today, and that still would have brought excitement to me. But then we stomped these fools. We stomp. I mean, they had no chance. They had no chance. And I, as things have changed, Cody Lashney, one thing has not changed: Chuba Hubbard continues to kind of suck, man. Like he's good, well, and then he—I mean, he's always fumbling the ball. He fumbles the ball all the time.
3: He he needs to brush up on the fumbles. He needs to brush up on catching passes. But then he also had some really good runs today. Some powerful ones. That's the the story with Chuba. And listen, I want to go ahead and and put this out there. Like We're giving a lot of love to Cam Newton, and rightfully so. And we're not doing any of that to take away from a very well-rounded Carolina Panthers performance today. Our offensive line. Played great, man. They were moving fools out the way. They were letting us run the football. Christian McCaffrey finally had his bounce back game where he looked like the Christian McCaffrey of old. Uh, Way over uh, 100 all-purpose yards today. Did a really good job with that. And then our defense, man. Our defense was absolutely suffocating. Only giving up a garbage time touchdown. Uh, Listen, this is what... David Tepper and Matt Rule were saying, or maybe not Tepper, but this is what they were saying in their press conferences, that the Carolina Panthers' defense is too good right now, and all you need is a little bit of spark on offense, and maybe the sky is the limit for the Carolina Panthers' team. One of the reasons why we're we're so happy and why we give so much credit to Cam Newton for this It's because of something else that he has already brought to the football team that we have been so sorely in need of. And it's that leadership, Tony Dunn. We were never out of this football game. And I believe this is right after Robbie Anderson threw that interception. This is Cam Newton rallying the troops, letting everybody know we have a mission, we have a job to do, and we're going to go out there and keep pounding and do it. This is the spark. This is the energy that the Carolina Panthers have so desperately needed. Man, what a roller coaster ride this season is already, dude. I'm just, I'm pumped. So happy to have QB1 back. It's boogie. You already know what it is. Tony, I'm on cloud nine, bro.
2: Yeah, and this was, I mean, Cam Newton did not win this football game for us. Um, But it is interesting to see um, how somebody who had kind of a Turbulent departure from this team can walk in on moment one and um, take on that responsibility to a certain degree, or take that step into that role of and and doing it in a way too that didn't uh, offend or make it about him. Right? I mean, yeah, you could say. I know that you saw the one people are going to say. Oh man, first thing he does is say, "Get a damn." taunting penalty or whatever it Good. was. Let
1: the media heads let it hate it.
3: Good. I uh, love it, though, because you already know all the media heads are going to be talking about it. Typical Cam Newton has to showboat, gets a penalty. I fucking love it, bro. I wouldn't have it any other way.
2: But he, uh, you know, I mean, he wanted to play more, I think. You know, he was itching to get out there, but I don't feel like he was disrespectful to P.J., Um, by any means, I think he, and this again, it continues It's like, it's just funny when it comes to Cam Newton, uh, people, it's the same. I always said Cam Newton is like the Barack Obama and the Donald Trump of football is like, whatever you believe about them already is what you're going to continue to believe regardless of what evidence comes your way. Because all we have seen is evidence that Cam Newton is a great teammate. Right. Yeah. He, the only, I mean is that um maybe some of his confidence in the very beginning of his career was off putting to some people because he hadn't yet really done much. But he did have like a it wasn't like he was a nobody all of a sudden coming on stage. He had the greatest fucking season in college football history, arguably, or one of them. So I mean it wasn't like he was a nobody. He believed in himself. But the fact that Greg Olson, these guys, Thomas Davis, Charles Johnson, uh Trey Boston, all of these cats go to war and go to battle for this guy over his reputation i have never had a ne- negative thing to say about him i think that uh speaks volumes right and, and i mean is that there is no evidence uh, of this being bad uh, i want to give pj credit a little uh, pj credit pj walker a little credit today old philip walker um i think had a very good game i told y'all we fuck around to put PJ in and win a game. <laughs> is that he wanted to tank? We keep putting Darnold out there. That's how you know the team didn't want to tank is because we got rid of Darnold immediately. Uh PJ Walker, 22 for 29. I mean, that's not, I mean, not that's a lot of yards. 167, one interception. Um, could have been two. Let's just say both of those interceptions uh I think were pretty damn good defensive plays on one hand, and PJ probably uh, you know, made man, if he would have been a little bit more set on that second one, had a hair more time, I think he would have found that receiver. You know what I'm saying? It was like the right read. It was just early. The ball was early there and he didn't have anything to do. So um, Christian McCaffrey though is the story for me of this game other than Cam Newton. So let's turn to Christian McCaffrey real quick. 10 receptions for 66 yards, 13 carries for 95 yards. <laughs> And you want to talk about a guy who did not want to come off the field? We're up thirty points, and the dude, like, you might, they might might as well have had to go restrain him to get him off the field. He, I'm telling you, he looked good, bro. That's the cry we debated on debate. My take a few weeks of the weeks ago if the best days of Christian McCaffrey were behind him. That is CMC, baby. That dude. Yeah. Was today. I mean, he just looks like a night and day different play. You know, uh, I saw this one, and I'll turn the mic over to you guys on this. Is I saw this one drill in training camp where they were doing the footwork drill, like through the the nets or whatever, high knee type stuff. And that you watched all three running backs come through. And Christian McCaffrey looked like. Ninety thousand times better. He looked like a superhuman, but and these are NFL players behind him, and it was just like ah, he makes them dudes look like like they ain't ever done this drill before. I mean, he is, is he is a uh, sensational. If he can stay healthy, Cody, he really. I mean, he could him Cam this offense, and get, you know who else had brought the back of life today? A little old Joe Brady. Even Joe Brady had a big. Yeah chubby today
3: and and what have i been telling you for a lot for what weeks now on this c3 podcast joe brady is not the problem joe brady was never the problem with our offense now i think he got kind of vanilla i also think joe brady kind of got forced into being a little bit vanilla especially when sam Darnold was the quarterback but listen man to stay with christian mccaffrey Yeah, that was a vintage Christian McCaffrey performance. And I I think that if he can continue to stay healthy, there's no doubt that even still, no matter who the quarterback is, everything that we want to do runs through Christian McCaffrey. If he's healthy, we're going to use him. We're going to pass him the football. We're going to run the football. We're going to get him involved in as many different ways as possible. That's why, believe it or not, I think our load management was pretty good today for the most part, in the fourth quarter. They brought him in on one play, and even the commentators were like, whoa, what's Christian McCaffrey doing out there? I guess he won an argument with Matt Rule to come back in the game. But then they brought him right back out, and I think that's what you have to do, man. When you're winning games like this and you're up big in the fourth quarter, man, live live to play another day, man. He had a great day from a stat line perspective. I think Christian... Um, he, he is the lifeblood of our offense, and I, I'm excited for him. I'm happy that we have him back, and uh, yeah, I think we have a nice little uh, running back room right now when you consider him, Chuba Hubbard, and Abdullah, Amir Abdullah. Or I'm probably saying that wrong, but yeah, man, I think we have no, a that's really right. nice the running butcher. back
4: room right now.
3: Yeah,
2: they called him the butcher in high uh, in college. That's like an awesome nickname. Just slicing mugs up um <laughs> drew every time you christian mccaffrey touched the ball right after it looked like the most sensational like he shot out of a cannon was there a slight moment of fear for you every like every time i felt like i just held my breath
5: to see if he would get up just <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> like you're looking at that walk you're trying to see look at his gait. you'd be like i'm looking at that hamstring and then you saw him rolling it out on the football it's like oh my god
5: Exactly. Every time he moves funnier, you're just wondering, it's like, is it hamstring bothering him? Is it something bothering him? Don't oh please let him be okay. Yeah. So, um he, by this
3: the is way, he was uh, he was checked for a concussion. It was nothing to do with his hamstring. Uh he was checked for a concussion, and he was fine. He was stretching on the sideline, but that was just precautionary stuff. Christian's good to go.
2: Yeah, uh, very happy about that. But still, you know, you're holding your breath every yep. time. You know, is that the last thing we want to do is get this big win, breathe some life into our into this season, and then go? Oh, Christian McCaffrey limited in practice. You know, um, uh, one other thing, and then we'll kind of probably we'll probably move to the cat calls in just a moment. The number is two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. That's two five two. smash the thumbs up button be a part of the conversation uh it's free to support the podcast by just uh giving a share giving a like a subscribe help us grow tell a friend about it um and we're getting a lot of compliment uh, compliments about the podcast so you know eight nine years doing this i think we're starting to hit our our stride cody last thing before we go the cause or unless you guys have some things you really on your hearts to talk about We scored a touchdown in the third quarter.
3: Yeah, we did. (laughs) Um,
2: We hadn't scored a touchdown in um, 12 quarters. Today, we scored two touchdowns in the first five minutes of the game. Or first quarter. It might might not have been the first five minutes, but it felt like it. It was quick.
1: We're finally alive, man. You know, it's... uh... I think it's safe to say that Sam Darnold has been the third quarter problem and his negative energy has carried over to the defense. You know, we're finally playing, at least this week, we played complimentary football. Yeah.
3: yeah. Hey, I have a question for y'all, and we don't necessarily have to answer it right now, but uh, what's the formula going forward? Because I'll tell you what I think. I, I think Cam, especially this week, continues to get ingratiated to the playbook. And I think he's not sharing snaps with P.J. anymore. And P.J. did great today. Uh, I think P.J. did very well today. But, you know, a lot of people are already kind of mulling over the idea of us having, you know, uh, kind of doing a similar two-quarterback thing where we kind of put P.J. in on some plays and then on short yardage and, and goal line scenarios, put in Cam Newton, Look, maybe a lot of people think uh, Cam Newton is a lesser quarterback, but I'm here to tell you I don't. I think if he had time and the kind of pocket that PJ had to throw behind today, I have no doubt in my mind that Cam Newton can make all the throws and do all the things that we need him to do to continue to put up these kinds of performances. So that's a question I'm interested for all of you to answer and everyone in the chat. What do the Panthers do going forward? Is it, is it Cam? going forward is it pj or are we running the
5: two quarterback system it's Cam's guys i'll
2: let you guys answer that who should start next week
5: it's cam's team point blank pj did what he was supposed to do pj came in and he was the backup quarterback he played the game the way he needed to play it he did the random system and he held it over for cam to get acclimated and next week is cam's team
2: I I I do believe that um, Cam wants to start, right? Um, oh yeah. And he, he didn't I,
1: come I, here to be a backup. Exactly.
2: Right, and I think that that has, um, like, you could see this dude, despite being like he won't pout, he won't, but he didn't take his helmet off. No, he didn't take no, his he- helmet off one time.
1: He was he was ready to play this entire time, you know, and my my thought is next week kind of do something similar to what we did this week. Maybe maybe lean a little bit more towards Cam. PJ is sitting behind Cam. He he knew coming into the whenever he got signed with the Panthers that he was going to be the backup to Cam at the time. He just wanted to play with play on the same team as the guy. He saw the heart that the guy has. So next week, put him in a couple more situations than he did this week. And then, you know, the following week, that's when full cam, you know, that sort of deal. But I also kind of do want to see PJ come in from time to time. Maybe do, maybe have both of them on the field at the same time in a couple of situations. You know, sprinkled in there two, three times throughout each game. Because I mean, they both have their own positives. They're both kind of a similar player in the aspect that they both like to run. Um, but Cam's obviously a lot bigger. He can take more hits than PJ can. So
2: I want to go to this comment right here. Cam's arm is still dead. He underthrew one long oh, pass sorry. that he was given. Um, how do you guys feel about that? I mean, the, the ball is the the reason we say that pass was underthrown is because Jonathan Vilma said that. Right, that's well, but- the first thing is like uh everybody I don't think you were like, oh man, that guy he had to come back to it. You know what I'm saying? He didn't stop running. Uh he was also being held the whole time and it hit him in the face. The ball hit him in the face. So it's not like uh, but is um how do we try to figure out what Cam's or do you guys have any questions? What does Cam need to show you about that shoulder strength going forward?
3: So I thought it was intentional. Because if you underthrow it a little bit, then the receiver has to come back to the football. Then that's how you draw pass interference. Like Aaron Rodgers does that kind of shit all the time. Uh, I don't think it was like Cam didn't have the arm strength to get the football downfield. Again, I think it's a timing thing. Once you give Cam some time, I don't think his shoulder is an issue like it was anymore. I think the pass was fine. I think that once he is able to get into a rhythm, and get on the same page as the receivers, which I have no doubt will happen, man. Our receiving court was so much visibly happier than they ever have been before. I think it's just a timing thing. Once Cam gets into the offense a little more, gets the playbook under Joe Brady, uh, I think this is Cam's offense going forward. Then, you look, I don't want to get too far ahead, but our next opponent, uh, Chase Young, went down with an ACL tear today. They don't have Montez sweat. They did a good job for us beating Tampa Bay. But I mean, listen, if you're going to put Cam Newton back under senior as the full time starter, there's never been a better time to do it than at home against the Washington football team. Exactly.
2: Why does nobody sit around David Tepper?
5: How I noticed that. He's I just by think himself. Watch the, uh, and watch the game by himself. And i, wonder, I mean is that. Honestly, I'm like that. When I'm at home, I don't want anybody around me. I want to watch the game by myself to everything I want to look at. I don't want anybody talking to me about something else. I want to just watch the game. So I can definitely uh, say more.
2: I agree is that, you know, I always find it's difficult to watch the game at the game. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you're at a game, like, I mean, you're there and you're watching every play. You're not not paying attention, but you might be high fiving. You might be jumping up and down. Uh, bend, look down to do something and then you miss something, you know, or it's just so much to consume. Okay. I think that's a good point. I just, uh, the reason I bring it up is because, um, you know, David Tepper, we've had some questions about his, uh, patience and some things is that today was probably very important to him, um, or gratifying, satisfying, but let's just not act like he don't want to win against Ron Rivera next week.
1: Oh, God, yeah. You
2: know, is that he don't want to come. He, imagine imagine not starting Cam and losing to Ron Rivera and Taylor Heineke at home.
5: No. Or, and,
3: letting, and letting P.J. Walker throw interceptions. Which, by the or, way, he
2: did have two Cam starting back. and losing. Like, we can't lose next week. Like, that would. I think that yeah. David Tepper might, like, fire everybody if that happened. <laughs> like, right then. Just, like, move the team. Dissolve it. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Well, that would kind of suck considering all the money he just put into that new facility in Rock Hill.
2: I know. There'll be the Rock Hill something. Uh, the, the thing that uh, I did to think about this when we go to the call is uh, the best argument that um, I have heard or one that I've actually I will give some credence to about Cam's arm strength and his viability of his shoulder uh, because I think Cam has looked like he was throwing the ball just fine when he was in New England. Um, yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like I saw I saw a year or two where Cam didn't trust getting the ball to where it needed to get. Uh, I don't I don't see that um, a ton. And I mean, the fact that he just threw that forty yard bomb or whatever it was on the fly, you know, I think that that shows a lot about Cam and his ability to push the ball. But someone did point this out. It was after. The Seattle Seahawks game last year, in the beginning of the season, where he led the comeback, he threw the ball like 55 times. And it was after that, then he got COVID. And they were talking about the amount of reps on, like, in that game being problematic. So you want to see this is Cam, can he maintain the shoulder strength down the stretch? Is I think something that I would like to see. Um, but you know, Cam doesn't have to be the the Cam of 2015 or 2012. You know, Cam got away with a lot because he had a cannon, like I mean a bazooka, as Cody likes to say. Um, but now as he's growing and maturing in his career, we're gonna need to see him adapt to his own body, right? And adapt to to things going forward. And I gotta tell you this the damn dude looks good.
1: Yeah, he yeah, does. Fantastic. Yeah, you
2: know, that, uh, yeah. It seems nimble.
3: It seems strong on that face. Like his face
2: looks like. uh...
3: He's he's full vegan now. He's on that vegan diet. But, dude, I thought he he looked strong and I thought he looked nimble, too, man. On that first rushing touchdown, stiff arm to full, outran him to the right. Christian McCaffrey was blocking, just jotted on in. And then on that, you know, the next touchdown, when he rolled to the right through the touchdown pass, right to Robbie Anderson. He looked quick, he looked athletic. I, you know, and then I know you want to play the cat calls, Tony. I'm remembering that, you know, 2017, 2018 season where we had Norv Turner as our offensive coordinator, and Cam was looking different. It was, was playing. he was playing in rhythm, he was uh, you know, he was really getting the ball out of his hands quick. And you know, then we had to worry about Cam Newton's arm and the shoulder. But now I think once Cam gets into a rhythm, throwing underneath, getting the ball out of his hand, I think those over the top shots, they're gonna be there. And I don't think Cam is afraid to to, you know, pull the trigger on those shots. We saw that today, and you know, he already did it once and he didn't have any practice time. So I, I think that we have yet to see the best of Cam Newton. Maybe I'm an optimist. But that's just how I'm living, baby. You can't change my mind.
5: Well, I, I think you're exactly right, Cody. I really do. And also, yeah. I, minus Dennis Daly and his, I don't know what the guy was thinking, minus that, the offensive line actually played decent.
2: Well, he got screwed on that call. That was not a holding call. You know, I mean, the one that he yeah. got upset about right before the false start. And then I think there there was an argument that that was just as much offsides as it was false start in that like I mean, there was a lot of movement there and it was hard to see who it was go- who had started it. But that was not a holding call. Just like the Robbie Anderson pass interference, wow. offensive pass interference. That was not pass interference. I mean, like just yeah. it, that was like the it, it kind of felt like an NBA call where they're blowing the whistle whether or not the fact fe- you know they anticipated blowing the whistle at that point, well,
5: um,
1: but what do you we think, think of that Dante
5: Jackson? Jackson didn't? He didn't make any mistakes. I had no issues with Pat Elfline playing center. Oh, that's a good point. Drew. Is that who
2: it was? It wasn't
5: technically? Yeah, yeah. No, that was Pat Elflin. I Had I no issues I- with him as center at
3: all. I kind of think that's the move going forward. Is yep, is they've yeah. been li- 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 Pat Elfline at center michael Jordan on the left or, or you know whatever formation they decide to go with I think he looked a lot better our yeah. offensive line look it, it was between this game and Atlanta our offensive line uh, maybe we can, hopefully we can play a bird team every every Sunday because when we do <laughs> our offensive line straight up kicks their asses man so I love that performance and you add on top christian McCaffrey back and Cam Newton invigorating the entire fan base. Tony Dunn, I cannot remember the last time I felt this good after a Panthers W.
2: Nick, I thought it was pass interference on Dante. I
3: yeah, thought he
2: was beat. I, and I, I and, But the, luckily, he put his hand up right at the right time, and it kind of was a pass breakup at the same time. But I think that that just kind of was luck. I think he knew he was beat, and he was just trying to save a touchdown at that point.
1: I, I think you're right on that one. I mean, it was close. It was, it was just just like, come on, man. Pull back just a little bit.
2: Yep. yep. All right, let's go. Let's go get into the calls. The numbers number is 252-228-5098. What oh, turn it up, Tony. Turn it up. How, how, that make
6: you feel? Very uncomfortable? So how do you think cat calling makes the person feel? feel. It a feels good. And like,
7: three three and a and a that cat <laughs> in the back corner
4: with
8: Too loud.
7: Hey, guys, this is John Jenkins. Oh, my God. For two years, I have been screaming, witness the Walker wonder. Witness the Walker wonder. Well,
9: let me tell you something. Witness the Walker. Oh, my God, Cam's back. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did you see him score that touchdown? And then he threw another touchdown. And Robbie Anderson caught something. And then he caught something else. Oh, my God, this
7: is fucking awesome. Look, I love P.J. Walker, but Cam is back. This does, I mean, I cannot describe how this feels. I'm just so happy I can share this with you guys. Keep pounding. Go Panthers. I love y'all. Let's go,
3: y'all. Let's go. Keep (laughs) pounding, man. Love it. Love that energy, man. That's how we all feel right now. Cam Newton is back. Our guy is back. Our QB1 is back. Man, we're happy to have this dude, man.
2: That call right there encapsulates what Cam has done for – what what he's always done for me, what he's done for a lot of Panther fans. And Cam Newton makes it so that cliche of any given Sunday yeah, is not – that's the reason – Cam's the reason they made that quote, because on any given Sunday, you roll with Super Cam, and you got a chance to win. Uh, let's go with the next call.
3: That also, energy, folks. Uh Jack Cryer okay. says he emailed you a call. Okay, awesome. from Hey
1: Tony, you want to turn it up uh, just a little bit?
10: You know when it's Friday hey. night and you're at the booby club, <laughs> you don't play to see the city trash. You want the girl taking the stage? Just got all the right moves. Cam Newton, he brought it. What's it been? Three games. They scored one touchdown. And just two plays and we scored two touchdowns. It's a beautiful thing, folks. Simply beautiful. And hey, let's not forget, I'm really impressed with Zang and Zales. We have a kicker, folks. But thank God,
3: things are starting to look alive for us. Yeah. <laughs> In Zane in the membrane. In Zane in, in, the, Zane brain. in the brain. Hey. Oh, hey, bro, now he's getting bad
2: jokes. I'm, I'm
3: in Zane in the membrane, bro. I I am happy that uh that Zane Gonzalez has stepped up, man. We haven't talked about our piss poor kicker uh controversies in, in forever, man. Shout out Zane. Uh he's you know bounced around a few different NFL teams, and maybe he's finally found his home here, man. I know kicking is a rough gig. Sometimes you're hot. Sometimes you can't miss. Sometimes you can't you hit to save Donald. your life. Yeah, but I think that Zane has done a tremendous job. He continued the momentum. I mean, before Cam Newton, when we were still rocking with Sam Darnold, there was an argument to be made that Zane Gonzalez was the best part of our offense putting up points. So, yeah, man. He certainly was Zane. the
2: most productive. He certainly sure. was the most productive. Mm. One thing about Zangin's, well, first he's getting the ball out of the end zone. That was the one concern they had when they brought him in. They liked him a lot, but the kickoff uh to the analytics people not having kick returns, I guess, brings a level of security or I don't know what why it's actually that important because I don't feel like a ton of kicks, even returns, get returned that well, but it does seem important to this coaching staff. And that was what Joey Sly always did was bo- boot it out the back of the end zone. The question about Zane was, did he have that leg strength? Well, he's been eating his Wheaties. He's been taking his protein shakes. And I think he might be smoking cigarettes and drinking beers because he looks like he kick like a kicker from the 1970s with that front kick style. Like he has the. When was the last time you saw a kicker just looking straight at the goal? (laughs) He doesn't have the side dance thing. You know how they do the one back step this and they do this little pirouette? uh, He's like this and just kicks it straight like a dang Charlie Brown kick.
3: I was watching a video on that recently. I don't remember what year, but the soccer kick, they started doing the soccer kick uh and whereas before they were lying straight up yeah i don't i don't know <laughs> bro
2: you take that way yeah
3: I just that's don't. what he
2: does yeah like he has his like his shoulders are open to start now look at it next time it's funny it's like uh man it does it look he just it's very simplistic there is no wasted movement but it looks like a kicker from the old old days
1: So I have his stats pulled up right now. He, before today, he's hit 90% of his snaps. Or he's hit 90% of his kicks.
2: 90% of his kicks. Yeah. He, like, uh, hasn't missed one since week one or or the first day. I think once he, remember the first two games he played, he may have had a miss or hit the post or something. But then he's, like, hit 15 straight or something.
3: Yeah, he's been doing really well.
2: He style. I think I have to test
3: him for steroids. <laughs> yep, that's what <laughs> I,
2: I am worried about. That to be honest. Um, all right, let's go to the next call.
10: Hey guys, Chuck from Elizabeth City, aka Carolina. Is this Austin, one we just uh, listened to? You know, when
2: it's Friday night. Yep, that is yeah. what we just listened to. Did I not load it? Uh, Jay, I ain't got your call yet. I told
3: you, man. You're to hurry Hello, C3. This is Call D. Call D. I uh, Just
7: have one thing. I have something to say. Oh, 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 oh it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine? Could you be
4: mine?
7: Anyway, uh, too bad I y'all. I didn't get to call in. Or uh, y'all didn't have an actual. Show what you call it in when the ruler is back, Tony, okay.
3: Cody, yes, sir. Let me say that again. The ruler is back. We're back,
0: baby. Oh, and
7: by the way, guys, fellas, I want my, I, I, I want my credit, Tony. I love you. To, I love you to death, buddy. But you are not Cam's number one fan. I am his number one fan. (laughs) I, despite all getting killed by Panther fans, Patriot fans, I'm the one that sided with Cam. I'm the one that took a leap of faith and left with Cam. Where Cam went, where Cam goes, I went. Um... Oh, and that interview that you that Cam, that press conference. Oh, it was nothing new. Last year is when that that Cam y'all didn't y'all didn't see how mature Cam has gotten, but I did. Uh, yeah, that's the cam, that's the new Cam that I was trying to tell people. So let's do it, Panthers! Woohoo! where I speak to you guys pregame, game. I mean not pregame, excuse me. Um after the game. Let's get this win, panthers. So next week, Cam can take over and lead us <clears> to the promised land.
2: To the promised land. Call feeling good. Uh, Cam back it, in life, you know, uh on Friday, on the radio, I go on this radio spot, and, and my man, he said, I'm trying to think in the eight years you've come on this radio show, how many negative things you may have said about Cam. And, like, the over-under was, like, 0. 0.5. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, never, you know, he, he, he calls me Mama Cam, like, Cram's, Cam's greatest defender, all these different things. And this is how I went on the show. I was so pumped. He was like, look at that guy. Was a, but before I even came on, he just was like, man, the guy. He was introing the next segment, the next hour. He's oh, like, this hey, guy's just hey. beaming.
3: Did you, you want a live react? Uh, Cam Newton and Robbie Anderson are both at the, pre- at the uh, press conference right now. You want right. to hear some of it?
2: Yeah, let's bring it up. Let's bring it up. Oh, and how about we got our video demonetized, not because of the press conference, conference but because
11: it was that video that that's, I played. A combination of a great team win on the road that was a great team that we played, and you know, just for it to come full circle, offensively, defensively, special teams, yeah, can hear you know, it's great work,
4: yeah, yeah, it
12: was so, it was so funny. there's that Robbie you know, smile, I have that smile in a while, come true, you know, to come to Carolina and then. The brother come back it's like really like a dream come true you know we worked on that like a couple times we worked on that a couple times me and cam to get the time number down that was like one of the first routes that we ran on friday and you know we just connected we knew it was going to be there you know bro put on the money and we executed Cam,
9: when you ran onto the field in your uniform did your Superman kind of run and then you took a moment to kind of take everything in? What was going
11: through your mind in that moment? Man, God is good. I could tell you that. And it was it was something about the significance of today. All right. Not only the return, this is the last college game that I played. This was the stadium I played it at. This was the first NFL game I played at. And for me to come back, you know, it was it was somewhat yeah, oh, you can't. It's, it's crazy, you know. God works. God working in my life right now, and I ain't I ain't hiding away from it. But I tell you this: in this morning's devotion, I was reading about Moses, and God spoke to Moses in the desert. Where we
4: at?
11: You know what I'm saying? Come on. You got the desert. You got you know. Obviously, the Cardinals. You know, speak on the Sea. You no know, disrespect to you know them, but I'm I'm just floating at a all time high frequency. It's almost scary. The conversations that I'm having, the people that I'm meeting, the things that I'm able to do, and I can't even take the credit. You know, I don't want to take the credit. I refuse to take the credit. This is all God's work. And, you know, to be able to, you know, come into a situation, and I told Robbie, I was like, Robbie, bro, your energy off. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So for him to come in today and have the type of game where we just scratching Mm -hmm. the surface, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I, it's so many emotions that's going on in my head right now and um I just wanna be obedient to coach rule. I ain't trying I'm doing this with Riley because I don't want to be the last one on the on the on the plane.
4: When when you
0: entered the end zone for the first time you took off your helmet, and yelled I'm back. Describe those emotions for you in that
11: moment. Well I put it like this this time last week I was eating a bowl of cereal like <laughs> you feel me So I told and I ain't eating
2: cereal in eight years, (laughs) but
11: yeah, I mean, I was eating cereal last week. You know what I mean? So that just puts things into perspective, you know, after going to church, being with my children and, you know, really not even watching football. It was just about, you know, maximizing the person that I'm, I need to be. And, uh, so for that, it was just all just a rush of emotions, but yet, you know, I know a lot of people in the the media, you know, the titles of the newspaper, the blogs and things like that, they want to make it about me. It's not about me. And I keep saying it's not about me. This was an impeccable team win. You know, I'm so proud of P.J., for him to, you know, look down the barrel on so many different times and and deliver the ball as well as, you know, everybody pulling together. You know, it was was exciting for us as a team to – as an offense to take turns making plays. And then when we didn't, it showed, you know, it was real sloppy football. But yeah, through it all, man, you know, I ain't got no complaints. I ain't got no complaints. You today. Two touchdowns worth. Based on
13: what you said, eating the bowl of cereal last week and what you've been through the past two years happened in New England and last year
1: all the Panthers. You feel like yesterday's price is not today's price, based on
11: these two touchdowns you add today? Price going up. Angel
2: Investor. That's Kanye. <laughs> yeah. After the Donda. Robbie, you said it was a dream come true. Thursday, when you found out everything was going down.
12: I ain't ever seen that? a dual press conference like this in Arizona. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's the first. I like, like, like just be kind of just excited. You know, me and DJ talked about it, and we kind of like heard that bro was in the building. So we figured, you know, and then. DJ checked his Apple Watch and saw it. I was just, you know, happy and excited. You know, the crazy thing about it, like, bro, re signed back on 11-11, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, it's so much, bro. You can put my <laughs> over
11: to the real facts of how you want to look at it, you know. And it ain't, you know, it, it ain't by happenstance. And yeah, we I got to love Cam's word and one every time is to hold it's the best. I told, I told Robbie that, I told DJ that, I told C-Mac that, I told DJ, jack that, I told Gilmore that, I told numerous players as well as coaches. Like, I'm no different than anybody else and I want people to hold me accountable. I think the thing that I've learned as growth is you know, who cares who gets the glory because at the end of the day when you got a game like this we all win. right? And as we keep Progression in the season. We've got a big game coming up, which is our most important game. We're going to need a great week of practice. Everybody pulling in the same direction and playing Carolina Panther football. That's not mistake free. That's just doing your job, you know, when your job is, is required for you to do it. So, yeah, could, do you, have, you have
14: scripted it any better, though? I mean, to
10: come out the first two times you touch the ball, you're accounting for a touchdown. And the energy that you mentioned, I mean, it's almost like a Hollywood script.
11: Man, I'm telling you, you can't make up a lot. It's good, you know. And I was talking to JJ, and it's a new, it's a, it's a number of players that kind of get. Robbie's
2: like, I'm about to go get on the airplane, Cam. <laughs> uh,
11: JJ, knows. Yeah, you talk a lot, Cam. From you know, they know, you know my impact, and that's not to say that's something that I've created. I'm just blessed to be in a community that is. like accepted me with open arms and who knew what today was going how today was going to happen but i'm just trying to do my part you know i refuse to just take full credit because i wouldn't have got down there without pj on a third third down with cmac being resilient throughout the whole time it's so many things that it's easy for people to kind of look over but yet you know I really I really should thank C Mac and he gonna you know two times he got me down to the one yard line and I just ate the scraps.
2: So <laughs> Yeah hey, dude. I mean you thought damn you thought he was gonna get in all them times. All right.
11: Uh yeah. that is just man, I'm thinking for the opportunity. You know, and
2: this is uh <laughs> important. First thing, first impression, go.
3: My first dude. I mean, I love how how comfortable he is. I think he's just excited to be back on. Uh, you know, excited to be back uh, playing football. And I think he's happy to be at, at you know answering questions again. Um, uh, I think he looks relaxed, man.
5: I, I'm loving it. I'm liking it. And he always brings it back to the team. Everything Cam talks about, he brings it back to the team. It's never about him. It's about the team and what the team needs to do. And, I mean, you, you can't it, – it, it galvanizes people. And we saw it out on the field today. Not only the offense, but the defense, the special teams. We have not seen a Panthers all-around team win where they all seem to be, as you say, pushing in the same direction. And it was great to see, great to hear, and I am just pumped looking forward to the rest of this year.
2: Nick, first reaction?
1: Dude, I love it, man. I love it. You know, he uh, he definitely stole the spotlight from Robbie, but I'm okay with that. With how Robbie's played, you know, he, he looked good today. He finally looked like he was catching the balls, that sort of deal. But, you know, I, it's good to see Cam back. And Cam, right. a positive Cam, too.
2: Pull it back up by audience request, Cody. All right. I wanna come back to Drew's comment about the team. That's my first impression. Uh for the man who is most meticulous in his outfits, look what he's wearing.
11: You not had a chance to cross paths with yet. No, see the thing is, see, I ain't wanna double up. So you ain't see the pregame Steve's. See this postgame, Steve. You gotta catch up to my mustard, you did. He was looking <laughs> fresh. I got the picture but, of it.
12: I got, I, got I, got I, got I got you. I
11: got you. I got you. I didn't hear the
14: question. Oh,
11: I'm sorry. I was just asking how far along you were on nickname. This okay. Man, we ain't we ain't there yet. We ain't there yet. Dude, keep in mind, now uh, my first day at work was on Thursday. <laughs> That's a work week, and you can get to sit down and, and. Robin got some funny faces. <laughs> my dog. <laughs> He know of me. He don't really know me, know me yet. It's gonna take a couple more cigars, a couple more dinners. <laughs> <laughs> I paid last night. Next one gonna be on him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I ain't paying <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's what I'm
11: saying. Still, everything public college, I'm still broke. How much does this offense need the energy and the fun
12: that he brings? I think like.
4: Thousand
3: percent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 oh, he, off. he hit the walk-off, man. That's uh, the second time in a row. Cam oh, Newton hit the mic drop on the final question, bro. My <laughs> Cam, like, I'm out of
2: here. I didn't want to answer these Whoa. questions anyway.
3: Cam Newton uh, is a fucking legend, man
2: oh yeah he uh so um and i want to pull up can you pull up the picture of his outfit from the pregame yeah, um I and i wanted to go i wish we. i might have to go back and listen and try to identify what that question was but like drew was saying he mentioned the team a lot he mentioned uh wanting to um what was the word he used for like uh be obedient to matt rule and you know we've had some questions about is Matt Rules team speeches and team 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 and process process and this and that and no, no. is it almost too sappy is it almost too um salesman y is it too cliche I mean look yeah actually I mean like that's actually very reserved for Cam The Cam looked like a kind of like a that's banker Cam
3: that black and white though with the little red uh handkerchief in
2: his pocket that's fire that's fire Um, i ain't never seen cam newton in a post-game uh interview not have his full outfit on you know what i'm saying like uh i think the only time ever was maybe in the super bowl right where he had like just a hoodie on or whatever um I don't I cannot remember a time. Like it's important to Cam. Like that's just something he gets up for, is like having his outfits right. And this is not just him. I have a lot of people, he actually set the kind of tone for a lot of it though. But he wore that Panther yeah. logo out there today. Mention the team. Yeah. Um and I gotta say this is that I hope, you know, when Cam's talking about the the devotional stuff and kind of um you know, God being, putting him in this place, you know, you got to be wondering if there was a, a moment of fear for Cam that his opportunity to be a great football player was over. You know, is that, I mean, because for some reason, people always tell me this, is that there's a reason Cam ain't on the team. He ain't got it no more. There's a reason. And I, didn't, I don't believe that. I didn't believe that. But if you say it long enough and you hear it enough, it starts to be hard to refuse, you know, and I gotta say even for Cam Newton, that has to wear on you right is like and, and I have said since he left, I just want Cam to have one last good run is that yeah. don't want the memory of cam the final memory for me, it was what was that game that we were at that your how we came after where he hurt his foot. But I'm telling you, man,
3: that, we we have a mix-up here. That was not his final game. We nah, we, that we, was did, the we didn't game. yeah, we didn't meet up for for his final game. His final game was Monday night against Tampa, and that was a terrible game. And then the that was, game that was, that that that
1: was you, a Thursday night, yeah, Thursday, Thursday night. night
3: and then the game that you came to my house for, Tony, that was uh, you came for the was Rams that the week game.
2: before because there was only two games. Oh, so that was week one was the Rams? Yeah, and, th- was the yeah, and, then,
3: we, and then week two was the last time we saw Cam. But, yeah, you're game. right. Like now now no one ever has to look at that game as Cam Newton's final performance as the Carolina Panther. So that's cool, uh, you know. But, like, but
2: imagine if he was part of a playoff run for this team. Especially, uh, this, um, year. especially yeah, and- this year. Yeah, and – I just think that that would mean a lot to his legacy. Uh, It would be a lot to his storyline for Carolina. Um, And you, like he's saying, you can't script it better than this. Um, It's interesting, you know. Cam, he's always got great. You know, if you you guys think, yeah, you say I got wackadoo metaphors. He got some good ones too. I love his. Uh, I take a cue from Cam every now and then. (laughs) <laughs> um, interesting I, really wish that I was
5: going to this game next week i really do because i was at camp's last home win at bank of america stadium which was against tampa bay when they blew ryan fitzpatrick and the buccaneers out by like they put up like 40 points on them i was at that yeah. game and i it wish is. i could get down there
2: and well the, you know what the good news is is that it doesn't seem like this is going to be the last uh, win for Cam in a Carolina jersey, uh, you know. And depending on how successful it is this year, they're going to actually look. Is that this was a the nail in the coffin in this in Sam Darnold's coffin? Like if you didn't believe, if if I had to try to convince people that he would never play for the Carolina Panthers again. And they were like, nah, the money, this and that. It's was like, if you, if you don't think that this moment today was the time of death for Sam Darnold in Carolina, like it has been announced, right? So now you got to start thinking about this, is that as we continue to win, more and more we're going to be out of the running uh, for a draft pick that could equivocate, equivocate or equal um, a quarterback next year. So you're going to be thinking about this: is you got to be thinking free agency, right? Is the Carolina Panthers are going to have to make a quarterback addition via free agency? And yeah, it'll be Cam Newton. That's what it's looking like. It will be as long as there is, if there's any modicum of success going forward, and you believe that Cam can give you a full season or two, I think that that's more reasonable than bringing a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson here, right? And imagine how bad Carolina would look if you made a playoff run and you didn't bring Cam back.
3: Well, listen, man, Like again, maybe I'm just too optimist. Uh, I'm too much of an optimist, but, I, dude, I'm on record. We have not yet seen the best Cam Newton that there is to see. Give this man some time, man. Let him get acclimated to Joe Brady's offense. Let Christian get cooking again. Let DJ and Robbie Anderson form the kind of bond that we've always wanted them to form, man. And again, Tony, you know, I've said this a number of different places, man. I see it amongst people in our own fan base, people in the media. There's this idea that, hey, man, you know, Cam isn't the player that he was 10 years ago, but, you know, he can be serviceable. He can be just enough. No bullshit, bro. He's only 32 years old. That's younger than Aaron Rodgers. That's younger than, you know, Ben Roethlisberger. It's not like Cam Newton is some rusted and weathered old man. In fact, I can make the case that he's in the prime of his career from a physical standpoint. A man has, is in his prime strength years between the ages of 28 and 35 years old. That's where Cam Newton is right now, man. Give him some time. And listen, we're not even going to be thinking about bringing in another quarterback at the end of this season, man. Cam's going to do it, y'all. I don't care. I'm on one. I believe in my quarterback. Cam's it, man. Cam's it.
5: I'm not sure if it was David Newton that wrote it, but there was an article on ESPN.com this morning saying that the Panthers are going on the fact that Sam Darnold won't play again this season. And if Cam shows progress and moves the team, that Cam will be brought back to compete for the starting job next season.
1: So, I mean, does that mean that he's going to be back on a one-year deal or is it going to be a multi-year contract? Because if I, don't it's Cam-
5: think, I I honestly don't think Cam will come back on a one-year deal. If Cam Newton comes back to Carolina next year, it'll be on a minimum of a two-year deal.
1: Yeah, I could yeah. see an argument. I could definitely see an argument for a three-year deal. I mean, that's what I would want if I was Cam.
5: Because basically, like he that's fair. A two and a half year deal. He played this season, and you give him two more years. So,
3: yeah. And but Tony, you're right though. Uh, anyone telling you that Sam Darnold is ever going to play another snap for the Panthers? I don't give a damn. David Tepper will not let that happen, especially if he has better options available to. Him. And, yeah, if Cam balls out this year, dude, it's going to happen. Just like after we paid Christian, we were like, look, it it made all the dollars and cents in the world. Because at that time, everyone had left. There was no Cam, Luke, Greg Olson. You had to have Christian McCaffrey. Well, listen, don't you think David Tepper has already seen that the Washington football game is already sold out and that fans are now excited about the Panthers again, man? Like it made all the dollars and cents in the world. And Sam Darnold playing another snap for us makes minus dollars. Okay. I don't even know, know if he
2: t- is like, uh, ever like could ever dress. Like, I don't even think there's a world where, I mean, maybe, I mean, could you just say, Sam, you're going to be a backup quarterback? I mean, maybe that's what you do. Interesting. It's just yeah. interesting to me that in one moment, Like, I mean, the Sam Darnold, this game alone put the Sam Darnold question like forever to
5: bed. You know, is that uh, for sure. Sorry, Tony, I'm not sure how the salary cap works, but I know that Sam Darnold's contract is fully guaranteed for next season. If they cut him, that's still the dead cap just is for next season alone. Correct? Yes. Okay, so then I, I honestly see them cutting him. Nobody's going to trade for him. You don't want to yeah. attach assets to move him. I just straight out cut him and take the eighteen million dead cap hit next season and be done with it. There's You're a case you to, him. Me. to pay him regardless.
3: There's a case yeah. to be made that Sam Darnold, this past few weeks, has been the worst quarterback in football. I mean, the worst.
2: I mean, actually, I wouldn't say there's a case. I think it's pretty clear.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's like.
2: Like I mean, yeah. is that it would be hard to make a case that there's somebody else worse. <laughs> I would that that's our debate, our take for Wednesday. Make a case for someone else being worse than Sam Darnold. All right, let's go. Um uh let's go to Europe and talk to Jay Cryer, my boy and a big time Cam Newton fan.
8: Yeah, boys, it's Jay coming from Costa Rica these days. I Costa just Rica say, now.
2: He's a uh,
8: world. What traveler. a blast from the past today. Felt like, you know, I loved that team for so many years but I'd only known Cam as the quarterback and he was always the the biggest player on the pitch a leader I just struggled you know watching a team where the quarterback was just another guy just one of the players cams he's my hero so glad to have him back Um, now I'm closer to to Caroline I'm going to pop over for one of the games so i catch all the boys Um, loving the show and everything just keep pounding boys Tony happy birthday for yesterday can't believe you fought, you mate. I know. Um, yeah, just big love to everyone, and keep.
2: That's my brother right there, Jay Cryers. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear you closer uh, to us now, because then that is going to happen. And it is good to have. Like I, I declared, I don't even know if I mentioned it. I was trying to get to it, but I'm sometimes meander through my own thoughts. Uh, when I was on the radio, pirate radio yesterday, I said uh, my opening segment was. I officially declare the pandemic over and the world has returned to normalcy because Carolina has Cam Newton at the helm again, right? It's Cam Newton's in a car. In fact, the last time Cam Newton wore a Carolina jersey was before the pandemic erupted. Right. I mean, it was 29. I mean, that was the end. And then all of a sudden you cut Cam, you go on to somewhere else and the whole world fell to pieces. The whole world fell to pieces when Cam Newton was not wearing number one in Carolina. The next thing I do want to uh, mention to people listening, thank you for your support in the chat room. Go ahead and smash the thumbs up button. We're here on Tuesday night. Longest Running Panthers podcast out. We've got the C3B check on Wednesday, debate my take on Wednesday, Friday, free for all on Friday. I mean, there's a lot of Panther content coming out. It's a good time to be part of this community. You can do that just by jumping in and in the chat room, calling at 228 uh, 5098. And tomorrow when you go to work, dab on somebody, that's what I'm going to do. I was dabbing at the bar. I mean, I was like, I mean, like it's, it's a good time. Uh, the thing though, that's funny about cam. Um, and I spent a good amount of energy being a Cam defender. I used to always say, "I got to sharpen my Twitter sword." Shh, I'm over here running the whetstone over my samurai sword. I'm about to go defend Cam Newton on Twitter. I, am a knight for Cam Newton. But I told people this is because they always want to be like, "Oh, his—he's not the best passer. Oh, he's not this. He's not this. He could, you know, and like it was always nitpicking Cam to death." And I, and my end of my, and my argument for all of this is I was like, fine, he doesn't have the highest completion rate. Fine. You know, he could say this. You could say that. I was like, but life with Cam is better than life without Cam in Carolina. And tell me that has not been the case over the past two years. And even when he was here with injury, the whole point was this, is that when Cam was hurt, you were talking about that we didn't have him. Life without Cam sucks. Yeah. Until you find somebody else that can be Cam or be that type of type of player, and they're hard to find, bro. They are hard to find. Look at this: is Tua Tagovailoa is a guy that you think, or many people, I thought, could come in and be a franchise quarterback. I thought that this guy could succeed at the NFL level. And to be honest, I don't think they given him enough fair a fair enough. Chance in, in Miami, but they have already quit on him. They quit on him before he even started, right? So it's hard to find the guy, and so life without Cam is tough. You are wandering through the desert. We've been wandering. You know, he ain't been the only one wandering <laughs> through the desert. he have been in a desert ourselves. <laughs> We've been out there with him. Damn, mana. We needed some mana from heaven. I think we hey, got it.
3: Before before we go forward, before we uh, take this next call, we don't have CK's uh, silky smooth golden voice, so you'll, you'll have to deal with my annoying one. But we have 226 people watching right now. 149 thumbs up. Hit the thumbs up button, y'all. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe that helps us be seen by more and more people. It has never been a better time to be a fan of the Carolina Panthers, man. And this is where you come hang, man. This is the hangout. This is where the cool kids stay. Okay, so hit the like, hit the subscribe. Hang out with the boys at C three. You already know what it is. It's that subscriber shame, baby. Let's
4: go.
2: All right, next call.
13: Hey y'all, this is G Cavazzi. Oh man, I know man, my man's happy. I'm fucking dominant game oh my god yeah 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 i know everyone's happy man everyone's happy you know what i'm saying cam look pretty good because cam you know what i'm saying man crush that's my dog you know what i'm saying yeah to go around but you know what i'm gonna give a big 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 shout out to pj walker that motherfucker ball he did one interception whatever and I, and now and i'll let that shit slide but that motherfucker got us in the position to fucking score like like for real. I mean, hey, hats off to him and hats off to the offensive line, man. I
4: know. We didn't give yeah. about
13: one fucking sack, and I know they rotated pieces around, you know, and I know Dennis Daly had a couple of damn calls against him or whatever, but the offensive line looked pretty fucking good, man. They gave time to for the quarterback to damn throw. They fucking was when we went to run, they was opening up lanes or whatever. The offensive line looked pretty damn fucking good. And I just felt the fucking energy, man. You know what I'm saying? And Cam, hey, man, that motherfucker is back. And he looked pretty damn good, man. He really did. And Christian McCaffrey played his fucking ass off, man. He had more damn yards than the whole Arizona damn team. So, hey, we and 5-5. You know what I'm saying? We're back to a 500 team, man. Hey, man. Hey, I am not complaining, man. I got a big smile on my face. I know y'all do too, man. And welcome back, Cam man crush you
2: know hey keep pounding okay keep yeah, probably like some new england people in our chat right now i just want to say this you can't ruin our day cam and carolina uh is is right the world is back to normal And i don't care about your cheating ass dirty ass whack jones mccorkle you can keep your mccorkle I got Cam Newton on my side, baby. I got Cam Newton on my side, and it's nice, man. is nice?
3: quarterback is on some sucker shit, bro. On There's a reason why I'm shit. not a
1: New England fan anymore, Go- man. One for leg locks
3: and shit, dude. And how about this? The NFL said that they're not going to find him. Yeah, that they didn't deem that there was anything, uh, you know, out not of bounds. Surprising. About not surprising. Not surprising. How yeah. fucking dumb, dude. Listen, and by the way, to every Patriot fan in here, once we get rolling again, once we get Cam Newton in here again, y'all never be a Cam Newton-led team, and you wouldn't do it again, and you wouldn't be able to play this defense how it's playing now. It would be a night and day different game. So you Patriot-hitting motherfuckers can fuck on out of here. You're mad that we have Cam Newton and that you have whack-ass Jones.
2: So we had a good decide. game today. He had this. a good game. You know what? They can both be happy. Y'all can be happy and I can be happy. And I tell you, this is that's a lot easier. I'm, I I like Cam Newton, even when he was in New England, you know, I was kind of rooting for him as a player. But again, the world is right where I get to go back to 100 percent hating the Patriots. And yeah. I gotta tell you is that uh, y'all not only are your cheaters. But y'all cheaters stick together, bro. I tell you this; I give them credit for that. Not a damn person in the world goes, "Oh, it's all right to just do that." To you know, and then they're like, "Oh man, he didn't twist. He didn't twist." Did you see that people made a video about us? About that was us? awesome, yeah. Minute, about
3: no, about like
2: us, us. Oh. A Patriots uh, channel, and it's good too. You I ain't gonna lie. It's talking shit. You, I, man, I, no. I sent it to you. I sent it to you. I said, oh, You
3: gotta
2: watch it. You gotta watch I the stuff it. I send you. I don't send a lot. You um,
3: send it to the I, Twitter?
2: Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next call.
7: Yo, what's good? C3 is JD54. Yeah, man, it's, it's
14: going into the fourth quarter, almost the end of the third, and I'm, I'm, I'm having a conversation with my wife, and I just found out that she is not a Carolina Panthers fan. She is simply a Cam Newton fan.
4: <laughs>
14: I, I, I was actually somewhat shocked, but him the I'm not. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm yo, Cam Newton back. Panthers back, baby. Let's go. Keep pounding. it.
2: Let me ask you this. Is, um, what does this change? And I'll, and I'll start with Drew, and then you can pass the mic right, to whoever you'd like. Now, what does this change about the trajectory of this, or the, the potential of this team this year?
5: This, this team's projection at this point is limitless. I mean, right now, we're right in the thick of the playoff hunt. And I'm going to tell you, the more time Cam Newton has in this offense, if we get into the playoff, there's nobody in the playoffs that want to see us coming. Nobody. Because that defense travels. And Cam it Newton... Does. Is all about when he's already said it. I am all about winning. And nobody wants to see Carolina in the playoffs. So they're hoping and praying that some way, somehow, we don't make it in. And so hey, I just think this team's potential is limitless at this point. These boys are like they believe in Cam, they believe in where and where he's wanting to go, and they're gonna follow him.
1: Yes, sir. So, I mean, what I've seen is both the the Pat- the both the Patriots and the Cardinals have a top 10 defense, okay? Last year, we came out, we fell flat on our face. This week, we have Cam Newton, we have P.J. Walker, and we come out and we pitch what is essentially a shutout. So, I mean, I think it speaks for itself, the fact that we just tore up one of the best defenses in the NFL – the guy who's only been here for 3 days. I can't wait to See says it it's
2: just so hard to defend on the goal line. There's a reason Cam Newton has the most rushing touchdowns of any quarterback in history. You know, what I mean, it's like an impossible. It's like the the idea of what people want when you run the Wildcat, you don't have to run the wild you are running the wildcat (laughs) it just happens to be your quarterback is like the most deadly running goal line presence and i can't believe uh, that there is really i mean you got to wonder in the history of football if you like had to get a touchdown on the goal line who a better person to go to would be Right. I mean, I just I mean, you got to think there's got to be four or five people in the history of football that are like, you know, I mean, it's like Jerome Bettis type thing. You know, you give it to the bus, that kind of that type of Cam is a guy that it's like you 99 out of 100 times he can get it if you needed just that one touchdown on the goal line. So it's fun. It's fun to see Cam back. And boy, he made it just look easy, didn't he? Right down then. And I thought that they used him. I knew they were going to do this, but they were ready to use him, man. They wanted to use him today. They had the packages ready. They trotted him out in the press conference today. They are not shying away from hitching their wagon now to Cam Newton. Um, And for me, I was ready to leave this team for dead last week. The games, the two games that I saw against the Giants and the Patriots, we were so bad, so, so bad that I thought even the defense couldn't even help us get better. But I tell you, you know who's a plane ride has to be easy for is a defense now who's created turnovers in the opposing team's territory that didn't go to waste this week.
3: How about Hassan Reddick? Dude, the first play of every game, he
2: gets a sack. Like It's like he just gets it away.
3: I think it's nine and a half sacks on Mm -hmm. the season. So, I mean, yeah, he's doing big things. I mean, he's our best pass rusher on the team right now. And every, I feel like every game he makes one play, that's just big time for us, man. We had a fumble recovery. You. Dante Jackson had an interception. We got points off of turnovers, man. We played complimentary football. And I think one thing that we probably all can agree on at this point We damn sure better pay Hassan Reddick as soon as this season's over, man. Like, (laughs) man, we cannot let this dude out the door. Like, he has come in here. A lot of people thought he was a one-year wonder his final year in Arizona as that was the only time that he ever really put up big-time sack totals. And, dude, he's on pace. He's going to break his sack record, uh, uh, his own personal sack record from last year. He's going to get
2: paid a billion dollars, dude. He's going to get paid a billion dollars. He's gotten a sack in every game.
1: If he he keeps playing like this, he's worth (laughs) a billion dollars. Okay.
2: Their impact plays, a lot of uh, their impact plays too. So, yeah, uh, Hassan Redick was hype for him. And you know what? That meant something to him probably going back to Arizona and doing that. There's some validation right there for a team that – and you know they didn't really know how to utilize them, and in, in the beginning they did figure it out last year, but they decided that they weren't going to allocate that money. Uh, but he has been—he's been productive, and he—I think he wants to be with Phil Snow. You know, is this? And now I was actually worried that he wouldn't want to come back because of how bad the team was, and I thought it was good. But if we can not quit this season because of the camp, oh, because of the addition of Cam then I think that all of a sudden that this defense has a chance to continue to bring back a uh, Hassan Reddick, to bring back a Stefan Gilmore. Let's go to the next call. And then after this call, we'll bring in the bat daddy.
7: Everybody all right. Cam,
4: Cam, Cam, oh, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> Woo!
9: Oh,
13: I'm so ready.
3: Anyways. How'd y'all think Pat off did? dead? Keep pounding. Oh, keep pounding. Curveball question at the end right there. And uh, without further ado, we'll welcome uh, this man. You know him. You love him. He's the stat daddy. He's the bat daddy, our boy, Greg. Greg, how you feeling, bro?
6: Man, I am feeling great, dude. Keep Fucking pounding Panthers! Let's fans. go. This oh, man. was the day. You know, my wife was getting ready for work when the game was going on, and just she had been there for the cams. That Cam's big beginning. I told her. I said it's so great. Cam's two for two for two touchdowns or two plays, two touchdowns. Like, yeah, you can't get any better than this. And of course, you know, he wasn't going to play the whole game, but man, it just felt different, didn't it? Everything about it felt different. The team feels like it has a energy struck into it again. They feel like they want to win, and they can. Oh, I finally got to wear a jersey again on Sundays. Everything's okay, this is
2: This is the best Sunday of the year so far. It is nice. Uh, the, we are back to normalcy. The pandemic is over, folks. Um, Cam Newton is back at home. Uh, let's keep yes. going with these calls.
0: C 3 what's up, Cody? What's up, Tony? I'm so happy, man. All I've I haven't been happy in a long, long time. Having Cam back is a difference, man. He's putting juice on the offense. He injected some juice into the defense. This is a different team. We are threat to the NFL, baby. We are back. This is a difference. He's bringing – Let's go. Something Sam Darnold couldn't do. Sam Donald need to sit on the bench and take a lesson from Cam. Man, I'm so happy. He's just bringing that, that, that fire, that desire. Everybody's playing motivated on the offense and defense. Man, I'm just so happy. He's got a
2: loss of words. All right, I'm out. I uh don't wanna be um I don't want to kick a man while he's down when it comes to Sam Darnold, particularly on the leadership um kind of component. Because look, is that uh it's hard to be a leader when you haven't had any success. You know, it's hard like I mean, as like – is that you know, Sam Darnold uh, no one believed in him and including himself, arguably. So like to him to rally the troops was uh, kind of an impossible task. You know, it's just like, I mean, like that would be the worst speech. Like you'd be like, do you remember uh, what was that video that was floating around the Internet? And it was a coach and it was a college coach giving the speech and he was trying to get them all pumped up and like nobody was paying attention. They were like they had been terrible and they're like. And he like goes to give a high five and nobody puts their hands in. They just all walk away. That's like asking Sam Darnold to be a leader. Cam though has the pedigree. He has the history. He's an NFL MVP, right? He's had success. He's been a leader. Um, And I think he is a natural leader. Uh, So that's important. I do want to circle back to that question about Pat Line today's. Um, interestingly, Cam Newton just being in the building made our offensive line better. Uh, and he didn't even have to be on the field, and they were better. Right? Um, now, we could say that maybe this is guys starting to get um, a little bit more um, opportunity. Um, well, who was the guy uh, who played? Uh, was Dennis Daly playing left tackle?
5: Yeah, Dennis Daly was playing left tackle
2: what in the world how man this is i tell you you got to go deep into the well to say hey we thought that who thought dennis daly was going to play a snap of left tackle this year nobody i mean i I,
3: I wouldn't have guessed it but i wouldn't have ruled it out either especially with matt rules i85 comment you know it's like everybody's just kind of getting in with it getting good on offensive line so it's like yeah i don't know um listen i i We've all been, I feel like, very critical of Cam Irving and Pat Elfland, especially when Elfland's playing guard. But, you know, Matt Rule being the type of guy that lacks position versatility, you know, I think, uh, you know, me and Drew might have talked about this at one point during one of the free for alls, I think. But yeah. that might be the change needed for Pat Elfland, man. Just let him ride at center. If that's where he can be successful, and, and, you know, really move people around and boss people around, like uh, Matt Rule says they love about Pat Elfland, that he has that grinder, uh, wrestler kind of personality. Then, hey, I'm down for it, man. We need a center. Um, Pat Elfland could be just what the doctor ordered. I think he looked much better at center, and I personally hope that we try and keep him there.
5: Exactly.
2: That was one of the reasons I think we brought him in, uh, because of uh, he's played guard and center. We talked about this on debate my take a few weeks ago when we were discussing if he needed to be moved to IR, and uh, it was his his past at playing center that was basically the the centerpiece of my argument why he should be remain on the team because if a guy like Matt Paradis got hurt, you need someone that can play, and that's exactly what happened. Last week, though, we put Tecklenburg out there, and it, w- it was very, again, uh, Matt Rule. I hope he comes out and says that Cam had a bad game. That's what so I Ruhle. need him to do. Yeah, I need Matt oh, Rule to come fantastic. out and not give him, if he gives a Cam a single compliment. Reverse. Yeah, I no. I think that that means he's going to not play him. Uh, like, is that if he comes out and says Cam was awesome, then you can go ahead and put PJ Walker in as your starter next week. Because uh, last week, he was talking about Sam Teck- Tecklenburg playing center. And he said, I just don't remember any plays where I was like, Sam got beat. He got beat. And then guess what? He didn't start this
5: week. There is no planet where Cam Newton is not starting at Bank of America Stadium next week against Washington.
6: Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I, know. I, think I think so, yeah. too. I yeah, think so, I mean, too. Hey,
5: uh, by the way, a really
3: cool photo. Somebody sent it to me as like a burn because it, it was doing it to Isaiah Simmons, who, you know, I wanted the Panthers to draft. He's a Clemson guy. But, dude, tell He's me this getting photo. Smoked
2: today. Tell
3: me this photo isn't incredible.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, come on, man. And Cam Newton just running him over, going into the end zone, man. That, by the way, this is Cam Newton's first playback. As a Carolina Panther. <laughs> and he's going into the end zone,
2: dude. And he should have been tackled is in the backfield, too. He
6: should have been
3: backfield. Uh, like, yeah, he <laughs> should have been, dude. But he had that
2: but power. He can't be.
3: That strength. Yeah, you can't tackle Super Cam, man. Come hey, on.
6: So, I want to ask. I put this in the chat room we were talking earlier right before the game. Um, and just to throw the idea out there. And it's dumb. I know it's not true. But what if? Just just what if? Matt Rule is actually a mastermind, Okay. And he's like the Lex Luthor of the NFL. And instead of coming in and having Cam and knowing that he can't put the weapons around Cam to make this team what it needs to be, he can't tank because everybody can see that. Let's just get rid of Cam for a couple of years, get all the players we need around him, then bring him back and have the master team. Like, what if he's the mastermind and that was his plan to get around tanking? It's like when you cut out a light in traffic, you know, you're still getting the same point, but you kind of cut out that corner. Now the cops still pull you over for it. It's really stupid, but um yeah. but yeah, what 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 if he's that mastermind, y'all? What if it's revealed at the end of this season?
1: <laughs> the one thing I'm gonna say about that is with who Cam is as a player, we're lucky that he's even on the roster right now. Yes. And that no that nobody else really picked him up besides the Patriots, who just got lucky with Mac Jones. Right. I, I'm I'm gonna stick to it. We just, he they just got lucky with Mac Jones because he just fits their system. And that's about it. I don't like Mike Jones as a quarterback. I don't think that he's that great of a quarterback. I think it's the players around him that make him what he is. So that's just my two cents on that. Yeah.
2: Uh Cody, I thought that uh Isaiah every time I saw Isaiah Simmons out there, he was getting smoked by Christian McCaffrey today. Yeah, Christian like,
3: hmm. you know. Christian I pretty mean, much had like, his had
2: favorite. no chance against him, man. Is that that one across the middle? Where he yeah. just gave a little left, like he was gonna go towards the outside, like he had Isaiah Simmons lost, bro. He had him all turned around. Like it was, there was no chance. He had no chance. Uh, I asked if uh, Judon had any sacks. Someone said no, which is interesting. If that's the case, uh, because before this game, Hassan Reddick was at nine, eight and a half sacks. So if he only got one in this game, it goes up in nine and a half, which then would move him to third in the league in sacks and uh only behind miles garrett tj watt right now he was behind this these are guys ahead of him right now well before today garrett watt golden which he didn't get a sack today because we didn't give up any sacks that i know of of against arizona landry judon and then reddick so big day man like reddick is at the top of list. and these are big big time names he's ahead of Leonard Floyd, he's ahead of uh Chandler Jones, he's ahead of Robert Quinn, he's ahead of Nick Bosa, um, Shaq Barrett. He's having a good damn year, dude. Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, we yeah, still have is. what is what are we, how many games? What was this week? This is our ninth game. There's still eight more games, is that right?
5: Yeah, might, I me be certain. And, guys, not to get ahead of ourselves, but I n- remember last week we were talking about the rest of the schedule and we were like, yeah, that back end is a murderer's rope. Honestly, I'm not feeling that threatened by that back end anymore. It's yeah. getting it easier
2: each week that passes, right? If the Giants. Every, yeah. Everything
5: we have to play on that back end, our defense will travel. And now that yeah. we we're going to have a competent offense to go along with it, Washington just beat the Buccaneers. Jacksonville just beat Buffalo. We've already beaten the Saints. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm yeah, telling they're bit not bit. getting better. You know, they're not. We played the Saints when they had uh, Winston, where they actually could. You know, they're getting worse. And now and they're
5: playing Simeon and, uh, and Hill at quarterback. So I'm looking at our back end schedule and I'm like, hey, if our defense keeps playing the way that they're playing and Cam comes back and we have a competent uh, offense to play comp- complementary football, I like our chances.
3: I do too, I man. That's a fantastic point, Drew. I mean, we beat the Cardinals today, and we all thought that was going to be one of the toughest games on, on our schedule, right? But We, we
2: can't did get them limping, though. Yeah. We, we got, got them hey, limping. Hey, man, thought, you I have to play the it. team in front it. of you.
5: But yeah, you have to play they the were to play. out without Kyler Murray and they didn't have DeAndre Hawkins. Neither one of those two play defense.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm of the mindset, though, that going forward, Drew, uh, look, everything that we want is out in front of us, man. We play the Washington football Play team, the Miami Dolphins. We're going to buy and then we play Atlanta and we go home to play Atlanta. This is a perfect opportunity for the Panthers to get hot, boy. Let me tell you. I mean, going into those final four games on the road against Buffalo, then Tampa, New Orleans one more time, Tampa Bay again. Like, man, if we can find our rhythm, then the sky is the limit, man. Our defense travels, like Drew said. We've been playing fast and aggressive. And then one more thing I wanted to pinpoint on our defense with another fantastic performance from Shaq Thompson, who had six, uh, six tackles, one sack, two quarterback hits, two pass breakups. Oh, our defense is playing their best football right now. We still have one of the very best defenses in all of the NFL. Oh yeah, and we're still hoping that at some point we're going to be hearing news that J. C. Horn Horn is going to be coming back to the football team. The Panthers are getting healthy. I don't think you think that's really going
2: to happen this year. Yeah, if we
3: go into the playoffs, he's definitely. If we have a chance to make the playoffs, there is zero chance that J. C. Horn isn't beating down David Tepper's door or whoever's door that's going to make the decision to let him play.
9: if you
2: add him to this team. Like, I don't even know. um, Nightmare fuel. Yeah, like, I mean, it's like kind of absurd. It's like a gluttony of riches in the secondary. I mean, the fact, I got some questions about C.J. Henderson, why he is um, not playing at all. But you know what? I'm not. The only reason I have those questions or even care is just because I want the move to work and be like awesome, like some great uh, end game. But the Keith Taylor guys, and that was name is this guy's been playing good. I mean, he's been playing good. Like, I mean, and you got to get those rookies. You got to surround them with other guys that make their jobs easy, right? So a rookie, you don't put too much on a rookie, in my opinion, right, is that it's it's okay when you got Gilmore out there and this, and then all of a sudden Taylor can thrive, right? Like, do you guys remember from the Super Bowl team, Ricky Manny Jr. was awesome, but he was awesome because he was around other, other people that made his life easy. You put yeah. Ricky Manning Jr. on a different team, and it was like, gosh, it's hard. So I think that man, you got. We want. We have high expectations for Taylor, but I don't have high expectations for him when he's surrounded by a bunch of bums. Um, Burris came back this week. Uh, a guy that is has actually seemingly meant a lot more to this football team than we gave him credits uh, for early on. Uh, yep. when it comes to this defense, I want to go back to uh to something Drew said though about Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. No, those guys don't play defense, but what I, what we have learned so rudely we have learned it this year is that your defense, regardless is still affected by the offense by of their own team, you know and so the fact that there they couldn't stay on the field, the fact that there was no real fear that they could strike into the Carolina Panthers um, on offense, that made their defensive job for the day a lot more difficult. You know, it just put them in places where – and Cam I, – I mean, and this is what Cam, I think, did is that and, – and with PJ, it's like we could just do whatever we wanted. You know, if we needed the right ball, the we need to 20 throw 20 the
5: ball – the- Basically, you're saying that the Cardinals felt our pain the last few weeks. This week,
6: exactly.
2: It it looked like a role reversal. They
6: looked like us the last few weeks. They did. That's
2: exactly what it was. Because, and and I wanted our defense, and I did sympathize, or or not say sympathize. uh, I like I was critical of our defense. They had some chances that they could have kept us a little the game a little closer in the past few weeks. That they could have done something, and I knew it was a Herculean task to ask of them to do that. But that was what we had. That was the thing that was the ham we were dealt at the time. In this case, again, I got to say, if you're Shaq Thompson, if you're Dante Jackson, if you are um, Hassan Reddick and you're getting uh, walking on that plane today, um, you gave your offense, you set them up, and they finally didn't just fumble all over themselves. So, I mean, like, we were not a deadly offense today, but when the defense put us in a good position, we were able to capitalize. We scored more points than we've scored all season long. And that was with PJ Walker at the helm and Cam Newton playing like 10 plays against
6: one of the best defenses in the league.
2: Yeah. And all of a sudden, dang, Joe Brady knows how to call football again.
6: And he has some
5: cool calls today. Not trying to put the cart before the horse, but, I mean, think about this, guys. Tampa Bay did this last year. They lost the game, and then they ended up rattling off wins the rest of the season after they had lost their fifth game. Can you imagine if, by some chance, we ran the table at this point? We would actually win the division because we would have a tiebreaker against Tampa Bay.
2: Yeah. I mean, we're undefeated in the – yeah, you're right. And on top of this, is this not the greatest tweet
3: it, 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 Joe Brady doing the 1-0 and o with the Cam Newton font? Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. And look, <laughs> uh, I've been a defender of Joe Brady. I've been telling everybody that the problem with our offense was not Joe Brady. It, it's been the quarterback position, um, and it's been injuries, and it's been the offensive line. I, I think you look at how much better... Uh, this offense performed today with P.J. Walker and with Cam Newton when it mattered the most. And you're able to see what this offense is capable of. You're able to see what kind of a play caller Joe Brady is. Um, And I think he dialed up some good stuff today. So uh, I'm happy. I'm hopeful that we haven't seen the best of Joe, that we haven't seen the best of Cam, that we haven't seen the best of our offensive line as well, man. I think we're finally... Firing on all cylinders and yeah, I agree with Drew, man. All of a sudden, this schedule going forward, it doesn't look as daunting as it once did.
2: I agree. As I thought that back end of the schedule, I've been like you you described it as murderers road. That's how it really felt at the beginning of the season when you saw those teams lining up. But now you've seen the Buccaneers uh have been beaten, right? They have they are uh, and man, Ron Rivera gave a great postgame speech. I don't know if you guys got to see it today about how you went up against Goliath today. You were like you went against the Titan, and you learned something about yourselves today. And I thought it was, it was a great. But the fact is is that Tampa is not unbeatable. Uh, nope. The Bills are not unbeatable at this point. And really, we just need to be looking for whoever the Bills play the week before. We need them to smoke their asses. Mm. That's what we need, because you don't want to play a Bills team that loses the week before, because right? no. they will come out and fucking hand it to you. <laughs> That's what they did. They lost every time they lost this year. The next game they win by like 40. Yep. <laughs> um, so, all right. Uh, but, next. Yeah, call. Go
9: ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The G baby, my fucking girl. Fucked my last call up. Call me off a yin-yang, man. You know what the fuck it is. Cam, Red, Jarrell, fucking Newton, Cody, Lack. Let these motherfuckers know who the Let's f- go. Panthers are, motherfuckers. Let's go. Fuck everybody. All aboard. Come ride the choo train. <laughs> the fuck they talk about. I don't give a fuck if Kyler Murray and d Hop was out. I don't give a fuck. Fuck, that's what happened. It's called the NFL, man. And we went to the desert and we whooped they asses, man. We whooped they asses. We bust they ass, man. That's an ass kicking, man. We bullied them, man. Come on, man. The fuck they talking about? Cameron, Dre, New and what? Are you fucking kidding me? Two plays? First two plays, he touches the fucking ball? Russian TD. passing TD. This is what the Carolina Panthers needed the entire time, man. This is what he does, man. This is why he's my favorite player of all motherfucking time, bruh. The fuck they talking about, man? Ain't no more fucking with us when we have Cam Newman, bruh. Every team in the NFC South lost today, boys, that we fucking won. And we're still undefeated. We are very much in this shit. The fuck they talking about, G? Oh my god!
6: He oh <laughs> 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 sounds like I said it last few days. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
9: oh, so Fucking bad captain, whooping their asses ever since he walked in the league, and even before they when he won the national title in that stadium, baby. <laughs> he said, "I'm back." Fuck whoever hates it, man. You want to know why they hate it? Because they wish they had it, bro. <laughs> they wish they had that shit. Let the motherfucking <sighs> go, we end this bitch, baby.
2: Oh man, Cam Newton does good things for you, man. Gets the blood pumping. It just, uh, and it's meant a lot to this podcast. Um, that's why it was so hard when he left, you know, for us. I mean, it was like an emotional thing for me. And I know that the reason I didn't like Teddy Bridgewater at all because he won Cam Newton, right? I mean, I knew that was part of it. Uh, yeah. Because he is, it means so much. He means so much to so many fans. Um, of the Carolina Panthers, and you can hear that energy, you can hear that optimism in the calls today. Uh, I want to give a big shout out, and I always say his last name wrong, and he's still my brother though on Facebook, Bill Daltreef who uh, is, and I know I did, I just still know, I know I can't pronounce your last name, no matter how many iterations I tried, I get it wrong. But this dude took his daughters to this game, and. Oh. He bought these tickets before Cam Newton was around, before Thursday. And he sent me a message. He said, damn, I got to go to this game. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm going, I'm taking my daughters this game, but we're going. And then when the cam shit came, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, if this dude gets to see Cam Newton score a touchdown, that alone would make that, no matter what the bloodletting was for the Carolina, if we would have got smoked and Cam Newton scored one touchdown, that would have made his journey to this game better Right <laughs> but today He got to see two back to back Cam Newton touchdowns and us smoke the hell of a car he sent me a message And he said uh, Stadium is quiet <laughs> <laughs> I said I sent him a message back I said I bet You weren't though I bet you weren't Quiet today good lord How amazing is that That the, the it works out in that Way like Cam was saying in his press conference You can't write it any better than this um, And imagine if the Carolina Panthers ruins the Arizona Cardinals season two years in a row, <laughs> right? That we were the game last year that started their decline. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh.
6: Yeah, I'm still feel Cam sorry kinda, for him at that point. Doesn't Cam kind of own Arizona,
5: too? Yeah,
9: we've won.
6: And he always plays well in that stadium. I think he played his national championship game in college in that stadium. Um, wow. Played a, a playoff game, and that's a big playoff game in that stadium. Like Cam, I think Cam has uh Arizona's number.
2: So. I think we beat them. Did we beat them? That uh we beat them in that uh playoff game in twenty fourteen. Now they again, they didn't have a starting quarterback. Remember Steve Smith caught, or was it twenty fourteen or twenty thirteen? Steve well, we beat Smith caught in that
5: championship game in twenty uh, in, uh, fifteen.
2: Yeah. Oh man, I was there. Oh, you want to talk about an atmosphere, bro? I have, I have physically was concerned for my safety at that game. <laughs> when we, yeah, like the whole place was shaking. I thought like it could be like a sinkhole, you know, like that building that fell down in Miami. That's yeah. what I like. I mean, you could feel that sucker flexing, and you were like, ah, I hope we get out of here alive. But it's worth it. It's yeah. worth it. It needs to be like All that every week in Carolina. I man. know. Come on. Next. Well, guess what? Um, oh, this is fun to think about. So, my ECU Pirates yesterday go and beat Memphis, um, and return or make it to a bowl game for the first time in like eight years. First time we've had a winning season in eight years. It's been a long, it's been a drought for a football program that's had a lot of success in the past from bringing out Chris Johnson. We had cj 2 see Chris Johnson. Right, played for play for the ECU Pirates. We've had a lot of success. David Garrard, Jeff Blake, man, there's some history of success for the ECU Pirates, but it's sad to see a stadium that is known for being like a loud packed stadium a lot of times over you can only withstand losing for so long before people stop coming. Um but imagine being a college student going to this school and never seeing a winning football team it's got to be hard on you as a student david tepper is about to get to see what it's like to be a carolina panthers fan when cam newton is in a cam newton jersey homie
5: (laughs) a healthy cam newton
2: yeah you're gonna see this is you're gonna see a crowd that's wearing a bunch of number ones you're gonna see a crowd that's loud and cheering on third down on defense you're gonna see a crowd now one how can it's crazy one single person one single person did this for a fan base and for a team and completely um, resurrected this squad all of a sudden. Next call. Yeah,
9: man. My name is Noah McKay, and it's the most happiest day of my life. I mean, we played the best game we ever played in our life. Let's just keep pounding. We got a Super Bowl team. Hopefully the playoffs.
2: Oh, man. We got to listen to this call one more yeah, time. I'm, I'm more listening this call. School.
9: My name is Noah McKay, and it's the most happiest day of my life. I mean, we played the best game we ever played in our life. Let's just keep pounding. we got a Super Bowl team. Hopefully the playoffs.
2: This young man not only is wise and enthusiastic and having a great day, but I tell you that is he don't sound like he's the oldest person in the room, right? He needed this in his life. Mm -hmm. He needed this in his young life of being a football fan and a Carolina Panther fan. He said, this is the best day of my life. Keep that (laughs) energy, boy. Keep that passion.
3: Hey, young man, keep that same energy, bro. Shout it at the top of your lungs so everyone can hear it, too. Panthers are going to the bowl. We don't care what no one (laughs) says. You it. This, it, it, this, this is is all
5: feelings, story. no We
3: don't care.
5: Go ahead, Drew. I mean, you, you couldn't write it better if somehow, some way, we ended up winning the bowl. Oh, yeah. gosh. I mean, come on now. I mean, really? Uh, yeah, I just,
2: Oh, man, we're not out yeah, of man. The hope is alive. The
3: hope is alive.
2: Hope is alive. The hope is alive. And what if Cam Newton dives on a fumble on the end zone and wins the Super Bowl? Oh my gosh, we're rewriting the world. We're re- we're putting things back in order again. The pandemic is over, and a new age of optimism. Uh, a new day, a day, a new age, a new age of optimism. A new day is ahead of us. Good times are ahead of us. This is like what it must have felt like when World War II ended. <laughs> Sorry, that's messed up. Uh, next uh, call.
14: What's up? It's met in the chat. What's up, my man? Don't we have like five QBs on the roster? Yep if we look at it going forward from this sunday who's who's going to be on the roster
15: cuz i know we've
14: got what 18 million to pay sam next year but I, I don't know we we just picked up what the the guy from the titans training camp he's probably going to be gone and then matt barkley and i don't know they that Barkley's name was getting thrown around a couple times, so they might be invested in keeping them And I'm just curious to know. I personally think it's going to be a two. It's going to be like a dual QB system where they're going to have PJ and Cam. You know, Cam do you know special packages? PJ, PJ, just you know, throw the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just curious what 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 uh what you guys think about uh, that because uh next year's coming up fast and hopefully it's not a rushed decision when it gets there
2: and a lot of optimism going forward imagine yeah and i think drew like we have to now be rooting for the us getting the chip with cam newton's return like okay. that has to they would have to make movies if somebody said this in the chat you make movies about that type of stuff right there they really um, can- and it's Put it in the bank, folks. I tell you this is I sold five T-shirts over the weekend. We're out on Monday morning. So for you listeners is that I ain't sold five T-shirts on this podcast in three years. And we've got one day with Cam Newton back in here and we damn sold Cam. <laughs> God. That is a microcosm of what David Tepper, David Tepper's stock just went up. He just checked his bank account. and It was just like, man, fat. That's what it was. All right. Uh Next call. Hey, guys.
15: It's Joey. Uh, man, oh, man, oh, man, what a win. And I, uh, yesterday I woke up I found out that uh my fa- my family had wanted to go to the, this game, too. Of course, real important game. But, like, I really wanted to go. Like, I, I was prepared to do. I was going to do whatever I had to do to go to that game. So uh, we were able to secure two tickets to go to the game next week. And I'm like, well, I still think we're going to get our asses kicked by the Cardinals. And when I, I forgot what game it was after, I think it was after the Giants game and then the Cardinals and Packers game. I say, Daddy, you know what? I've never been to Asheville and I need an out so I could have an alibi. Why you weren't watching the Panthers? Uh, I was in Asheville and I didn't have access to a place that I could watch him. But so I go to Asheville, have a bunch of fun and in between that Cam Newton comes back but I go to Asheville have a bunch of fun and um and I'm walking around a day and uh I'm walking around downtown and the guy says oh you're wearing the Panthers uh you're wearing Panthers gear and I'm like hell yeah buddy and he says how you feel Cam Newton's back I say I feel great then I come home and then this game happens And PJ and Cam are both used in this game. And this is awesome.
2: Oh, hold on. You know he got it. He don't let things in like that.
15: Hey guys, it's Joey again. And I just wanted to ask, you know when we had that win against Atlanta? Like, first of all it was like a nineteen thirteen win or something, but it was a win. And we found out it was definitely not sustainable. Do you think this win is sustainable? Can we carry it on the next week? Or are we just going to come back home and get our ass beat again?
7: Wow, wow, wow.
15: So my answer
3: to you, Joey, my uh, sight-impaired friend is right up here on the screen. And it's uh, three little words. Yes, we cam yes we can baby we're not done we're not done we can do this my man drew already laid it out. going forward this schedule is not as tough as we thought it was man. We have the ability to contend with every single team that we that we're gonna play man the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Buffalo Bills. we have seen the Dolphins lose. we've definitely seen the Washington football team lose. Tampa Bay has laid eggs. We've already beaten the New Orleans Saints. Dude, I'm telling you, the Panthers have a real chance (coughs) to win every single game that they're in. Okay? I don't care what anyone else has to say. The Panthers are legitimate contenders.
6: Yep. The symbol means hope. Krypton, I'm telling you. <laughs> we have we have hope in Carolina now. I'm excited to watch football again, finally. I told my wife this is the first time in, honestly, almost two years that I've been really excited to watch football again. Don't do even care if we're playing or if we went. I'm so happy to see Cam play.
1: That's what I've been doing. excited to, to watch the defense play this entire year, but over the last two years, I have not really been excited for the offense. Mm-hmm. And today was the first time where I was just pumped to see the offense play. You know
6: what the weirdest part for me was, was I think whenever Cam left, I'd gotten so used to his cadence and his voice behind the line of scrimmage. It it doesn't sound like anybody else's. And the first time I heard, that today behind the line i was like oh oh we're back oh as soon as i heard it we were back i got goosebumps i got chills i was like oh my goodness gracious came was back it was the best thing ever it just sounds so good having to buy the line
3: it's like you ever see those videos of like a do- like uh, a military member has gone away for a long time and then he comes home and yeah. the dog hears him for the first time <laughs> and they freak out dude we are that dog yeah. we are all that dog man listen to Cam, <laughs> cadence. bro it was no. incredible we
4: are.
2: cam's cadence game is uh is good right like i mean it works like he oh yeah he and for people talking about he don't smart enough to do all this but like his cadence got people do you remember that time they got them to jump who was it that he got to jump like five times and he's talking junk to him <laughs> he said, you watch film, bro, or whatever. It was, all the,
6: that Packers. was, that was the Packers. Yeah, it was the Packers. Yeah, yeah. Was it A.J. He, Hawk? Was it A.J. He, Hawk
5: or Clay Matthews? It was, oh, Clay Matthews. it was one of those Clay two. Clay yeah, Matthews. Yeah, that was Clay Matthews. Because he had Christian McCaffrey run that
3: Texas route on him.
2: Yeah. yeah. But um, also,
3: do you remember in 2015, uh, during Cam's MVP season, uh, we were playing the, uh, the Redskins, and Cam was – Killing them with the yeah. cadence. I mean, he I was drawing them on the yeah. like every other play. And he was mic'd up for that game. And he was on the sideline. It's like, man, I'm killing them with my cadence right mm-hmm. now. Bro, he's he, gotten
2: into he that red, you know, um, hitting that long ready. ready. i What's interesting is I hear other quarterbacks now that I think mimic his style across the league. Like I think yeah. that he is and which is interesting when you heard that today. It was again, uh hope. That's it, the sound of hope. Right. Yeah. Um I think uh Josh from Mass maybe might be on the line next. Here we go.
8: There's me see Nope. <laughs> Everybody should be very, very, very excited, you know what I'm saying? I'm you know, I'm kinda tired America, I was just so excited for watching a game today. In a, in a long time since I've been tired from watching the game and excited, but everybody should be excited. Superman is back. We lit. You know what i 500 again and we are coming for the division. Keep pounding. Oh, one thing, only thing I didn't like when Phil uh, feel that touchdown in the fourth quarter. But besides that, got uh, they go, Panthers, keep pounding, man. Keep time pounding, man. Continue this great show. And everybody is just get ready for this goddamn ride, man. You know what I'm saying? The energy is up. Everything was up today, you know. Up, you know. So I don't know, this is a very exciting time right now, man. But thank you and good night. See Doggles out of here.
2: Man, we appreciate uh, the call and the support. We appreciate all the people in the chat room. You can continue to support the show by uh, just listening to the content, telling a friend about the content. Uh, smashing the thumbs up button is a small way to show it. Leave that thumb blue, make that thumb blue, right? Um, I think, too, I mean, there's, there's other ways to support the show if you are interested. And you can find ways in, in, the, in the show notes and some things like that. But we really just want to develop a community. Um, and I think that for me, I know this podcast is just important. First is like, these y'all are my friends, right? Like these are people I look forward to hanging out with more or just as much as people that I live in close enough proximity to hang out with. Right. I made brothers, uh, through this podcast, lifelong friends. Um, and it's nice. Uh, it's, it's easier in the good times, right? But we've kept each other. We've kept our helped lift up our fellow man in the tough times. Um, that's all the calls for tonight. I do want to follow finish the show with a couple of last kind of questions about what the Carolina Panthers are like now uh, as a team or could be right. We've mentioned now all of a sudden, I, I mean, I was leaving these guys for dead or uh, just five, six days ago. Um, And it kind of was one of those things where is that, yes, it's nice having a great defense, but having a great defense with an offense that can't score points doesn't give you an opportunity to win. I mean, you can't win without scoring points. And, uh, I mean, it's just impossible. And so is this offense now as, as it can it be significantly better? Or actually, are we about to see an offense that is significantly better? And I, I feel like the easy answer and the right answer is just unequivocally yes. But now Christian McCaffrey returning, hopefully can stay healthy. Uh, Robbie Anderson smiling and doing these press conferences. DJ Moore happy. And even, uh, this offensive line's job got better today. And, you know, they don't have the shell shock Sam Darnold back there to even when if things aren't bad, they look bad. How how much um do you expect that this offense is going to change over the next few weeks, guys?
3: That's, you know, Tony, I wish I could come and give you some definitive hot take answer that I could look back on and tell you how right I was. But I have no idea, man. I think that's one of my interesting uh, questions I have going forward is, you know, do we what, – what is the, the the split here? Are we going to continue to do the Cam Newton, P.J. Walker thing? I personally hope not. I mean, maybe if Cam is still kind of getting the hang and the rhythm of the offense, then maybe it's, since it's a quarterback position. But um, I, I just say let Cam go in there and play quarterback, y'all. We don't have to get cute. We don't have to change the entirety of our offense from Cam Newton. Cam can hang in there and dish the ball out all over the field, just like P.J. Walker did today. And, and you know, I, I want Cam Newton to have that opportunity to be able to prove himself because we all know that so many of these dumb narratives exist around Cam Newton. This is the best receiving core that he's ever had. Let him be confident in the offense. Let him get ingratiated to the receivers. Get on time. Get on rhythm. And let Cam Newton roll, man. Um, and I don't think that theoretically Joe Brady should have to do too much. I mean, maybe some, you know, some more RPO stuff and trying to get Cam Newton running. Not running him back like we were running him during his MVP season but enough to make opposing defenses have to fear and respect Cam Newton's legs. Um, as long as he does that, it doesn't seem to me like they have to make too much of a of a fix to this offense right now to get it optimized for Cam Newton. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, he, he makes an immediate impact, and I think it's for the positive because, I mean, you can even look at the, the – they showed a replay of one play in this game specifically where he's doing the the quarterback option play and he holds the ball in there so long, and you see it's down to the last second. They showed it from behind, and it just took that one little second for Cam Newton to hand it off to, to Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey was able to get past the first line because he waited that long. You don't get that with Sam Darnold. I don't know about P.J. Walker. Maybe you get it with P.J. Walker, but I think as soon as you insert Cam Newton in there, it, the defensive scheme that the other team has changes instantly. They have to, There's so much more they have to worry about. I can see us getting back to – what we thought we were going to be after the first three games, where we have a top three wide receiver, you know, a top five running back, a top ten overall offense, I could see us doing that if Cam could get back and get in the rhythm. You know, even with the offensive line the way it is, if he can play at least as good as he did today, I don't see why we can't uh, be a, a playoff team contender. You know? Yeah.
5: And Cam,
14: anybody?
6: We, uh-
2: Mm-hmm. yeah as anybody that I, I i'm pretty sure now i haven't studied football as well as i don't know the x's and o's like most people or a lot of people do most people don't know the x's and o's but i'm a visual guy like i could just do the eye test and and it, it turns out a lot of times it's pretty dang just accurate, right? I mean, like, yeah. is that people that know football will be able to explain to me why what I'm seeing is good. But you can look at something and just say that looks good or Ugh, that don't look good. And I don't know. I haven't studied the RPO, um, like, in depth.
4: <laughs> but I don't know if
2: I, I think that there is a, um, I think there's an argument that no one has ever run it better in the world than Cam Newton. Like that quarterback run pass option. It's actually a hard thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't teach people to do it overnight. You got to make a lot of decisions quickly and you got to have a lot of confidence. Cam Newton and this, he runs it well, right? He knows how to give it when it's like, give it when he needs to give it, keep it when he needs to keep it. And he he holds it to the last second, and you don't see a lot of exchange problematic exchanges when it comes to Cam. And this one is my favorite right here.
3: Yeah, I posted this out. on my I posted this on my uh, on on my Facebook too, dude. I love the memes. The memes are just fun, dude. Uh, they're they're just fun. I, I love them. It's just awesome, man. It's well, being a well, Panthers fan is fun again.
1: It it definitely is fun. I mean. Let's face it, the, uh, the coaching staff has already basically answered any questions we have as far as what's going to happen moving forward. Last week against the Patriots, going into the half, we were down by a manageable amount. We had 30 seconds left, and we had timeouts, and we just let the clock run. This week, we actually were trying to make things happen. You know, so the coaching staff has already told us everything that we need to know. We're rolling with Cam. Sam is gone, and we're going to go somewhere. I think they want to go on that run and they want to see how far we can take this. And I am pumped to finally see it.
2: All right. It looks like we got a call from Josh from Mass. And so we'll see if we'll sneak this one in and then we'll start uh, dabbing on some folks. We get the, uh, oh, I get to pull up that uh, sound bite too.
10: Yo, C3 fam, Panther fucking nation, you know who the fuck this is. It's your boy, the Great Northern Panther, Josh from fucking Mass. And what a fucking game. The man, the king, the one, the only. Number one is back, baby. And if y'all don't like it, you suck his fucking dick. Go ahead. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. Nobody likes what you're doing. Not a soul likes it, except for maybe that dude who like just ripped that fucking beer and tossed it. Or in the J.C. Jackson interception pick six last week, like, dude, from the top did this guy. <laughs> so, so, so we
3: were funny, at the dude.
10: game last week, and this that man, this dude, like three like twenty rows up from us in the top deck, just tossed a full dude, fucking beer. That was ridiculous. That, that image will forever live in my mind. But another image that will forever live in my mind is Cam taking his helmet off and screaming, "I'm." back and he's back the whole team just looked different did they not did they fucking not did they not look like fucking contenders did they not look like fucking a beautiful monster piece out there you can't deny it and if you're denying it you're full of shit and you need to fucking get on your knees and apologize to cam newton right here right now we'll give you a moment of silence That's all you get, because I got more to say, because this defense looked dominant. The offense looked great with PJ out there, with Cam out there. Man, (laughs) yo, (laughs) the rest of the NFC South lost today.
15: Yeah. Fuck the the
10: Saints and fuck the Cucks. Oh, I mean the Bucks. My bad, my bad. (laughs) I, no, I meant to say that. I'm, I'm going to apologize. I'm not, not going to apologize because I don't owe any apologies because I never doubted Cam Newton. And now the man is back. And now y'all hearing this cat call, And it's Sunday night. And I'm Liddy McTeed's Been drinking beers. Ripping the world beers. is in order. Fucking ripping beers. And the Panthers are back, baby. You can't stop us. You can't deny us. We're here. We're on tour, we're going on the road, we're fucking fucking your girlfriend, it don't matter, yo, we taking it out here, yo, you know what I'm saying, we going live with this shit, Ace Boogie in the fucking house, Ace Boogie in the house, and I'm almost out of time, and I ain't got another rhyme. So I'm just gonna sit here, <laughs> drink another beer, and shit my pants because I'm out of time. C three <laughs> podcast is Josh from Mass, your boy, the Great Northern Panther, and what a makeup for last week. I'm
7: out. Uh, nice. <laughs>
2: oh, geez. oh, Lord, what? Yeah, there it is. Did you remember in
4: 2015?
2: Look, this is how excited Josh is. <laughs> He does it. The
4: world I mean, is in order. Josh, man. C- 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 out order out has Josh. been
1: restored. <laughs> Contributing to uh, climate change since 1987.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah dude. dude, you're making things uh, worse, Josh.
2: He met <laughs> the the tweet he sent was, "I brought the fire." <laughs> <laughs>
6: hey, I'm at the point where I could just end the season right now. I'm okay I don't have, with that not have don't have a losing record. End I know. On a high note. I know. I kind Good of season, felt y'all. like the
2: same. You know? No, there's more. There's, there's more. more to be gotten. There's more yeah, to be gotten. More. There's there's little gotten. more. Uh, and I the sure win.
3: That's right, man. Yeah. We gotta bring home. Put it in the, the bag, bro.
4: It you happening. can
2: get that t-shirt too i got a great i got some good t-shirts but lynn's yeah. made both of i made all three of my uh the best t-shirts we got she made the i stanley cam shirt mm-hmm. she made the keep pounding shirt she made the um the put it in the bank shirt now that's a good one man put in it's a picture of the lombardi put it in yeah. the bank and it's coin the little panther coin going in. It's dope y'all y'all can find those uh at carolinacatchronicles.com under the uh, the shop tab is like whatever I got in the closet up there is what's for sale. I probably got to go and make sure and double trip trip check all the inventory, so I ain't selling things that don't exist either. Um, this is fun now. This is fun. Yeah, I told right. you, things are back to normal.
11: I just like doing it, man. Dab on them folks. Yeah.
15: Dab on them folks. In
11: that. In that. Mm-hmm. Dab on them folks. Mm-hmm. They like
2: seeing those. They Tell me what to do. Dab on them, folks. Bro, it's so good to hear. We that. get to play that the dab on. You know what? And I, I want to give a uh, some shout outs, some love to my co-host, who is never fear, uh, who never retreats. My co-host never surrenders, bro. Never. And he said this. He said we could call it the Dab on Them segment the dab on them pick, even though Cam ain't here. We can still do that. And you were the one that said we need to do that. We should do that. And we did it. We keep it. Dab on them, folks. Who are you dabbing on? It's the player of the game. Man, look. I mean, is it just I, like I, a I, unanimous dude, I,
3: I I don't give a damn if we all have the same answer. There is no way after his return game that I would not give, of all things, the dab on a player of the week to Cam Newton, man. The man has absolutely flipped our expectations for what this season is. Tony, we were saying that we missed the trade deadline, that we should have yeah. been selling. selling. We yeah. should have been shopping. Remember? We should have been shopping everyone because I said that the team was boom or bust and it was busting. Well, guess what, Tony Don? Cam Newton said, no, we're booming around here, yo. Brought the energy. The whole team felt it. Man, Cam Newton, I'm so happy you're back, my brother. Cameron Jarrell Newton, we love you, man. We're happy that you're back. Keep pounding. And dab on them folk baby. Let's
4: go.
6: Yeah, the Panthers were definitely busting, and Cam Newton came in just busting on everybody's face right now, and he's about to do it. Oh shit. I
4: know.
2: Wow, Get your Cam, cam Wows out. Man. Get your Cam Wows out and wipe it off. Yep. Um All right. Uh anybody else want to shout out any other player performance today? I mean, I think that we can all just do this. We'll say that the dab the dab on them pick this week is a unanimous cam. But any other recognition want to be given any players? I want to recognize I'll start because I, I do think that there's some other for uh, Zane Gonzalez, dude, has been mm-hmm. nailing all these kicks. He's like, good, gosh, even our kicking game is, is working now. So I'm going to give him a little love. And uh, I also want to give I need to give Shaq Thompson my courtesy apology, my weekly courtesy apology. Um, for him he's having a great season best season of football he's ever played in my in, in my opinion or at least the one that is most visibly improved uh and my last goes to this is uh, Stefan gilmore is um i never understood um how cool it is to play man defense because we never have done it. All right. Yeah. We, we have never played man defense. And you were the one, Cody, who said, like, this is what JC Horn does for the defense. And I and it was it was evident, right? It was evident that that type of that caliber of defensive back gave you some freedom uh in the secondary that trickled down to the linebacking core and to the defensive front. And then, so I saw it with J.C. Horn. When J.C. Horn got hurt, you saw it go away, how quickly things changed. And you also heard, I've heard Phil Snow echo those same comments that you made all throughout the season, like the latitude that 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 gives you when you can play man coverage and how that changes your blitz packages up, how that changes Mm -hmm. everything. And uh, I think we've seen that just from the short time that, Stephon Gilmore has been in, uh, put in the Carolina Panthers lineup is that it has invigorated it's just made that pass rush tenacious again. Um, and it, it 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 dropped after the JC horn injury, it dropped off, bro. They people started running against us. They knew they were going to be able to do certain things against us. And I'm not saying that zone defense is bad by its uh, on its own right. But I think what is bad is when you can't play what you need and want to play in the moment. Yeah, and you're. And you're, you're
3: Antonio, you're 100 percent right. We have been a zone defense for a long time. We've been Forever. Four man. we've been a four-man rush, a, a lot of Tampa Two, a lot of zone defense. and I love this man-'em-up mentality that we have now. We're equipped to do it with Dante Jackson, C.J. Henderson, now J.C. Horn. Man, AJ Booye, Boudet, Booyeka Booyeka mm-hmm. Booye continues to play good. We're loaded on that defensive backfield, man. And, um, yeah, we, we've got some lot down corners. So, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it, it's wa-
1: yeah, go ahead. One thing I want to build off of that, man. You know, we've we've gone back and forth quite a few times as far as what would have been the right pick for us at number eight this year. You know, with with Stefan Gilmar coming in here, and playing the way that he has playing awesome ball just because we were short on JC Horn. That speaks to what we're going to have in the long term. At the end of the day, Stefan Gilmore, he's 31 years old, you know, he's not he's not old necessarily, but his his time is numbered or his, his time his clock is running out, you know. So we got somebody that's going to come in and he's going to be able to play for us for a long time and we aren't going to have to look in that direction again. We're going to be okay w- with him as our cornerback.
14: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: um, one, one more thing I wanted to pinpoint. Uh, this is from, uh, from Matt in the chat. Uh, there was a story that when Stephon Gilmore came to the Panthers, he requested number one. But Dave Tepper, out of respect for Cam, uh rejected that request. Uh so there's a lot of theories that maybe David Tepper was uh using that as a placeholder and holding it for Cam Newton in case he did sign him So that's really cool. And yeah, I was about to throw that up too, Tony. That's I love it, that man. That's cool. that that's that energy that he brings back to the I football like this. team right. This now. is
2: that play we were talking about earlier. <laughs>
9: Wait, wait, oh, probably gotta gotta it
2: probably got to be monetized. Look how oh, because of the sound?
3: Yeah. But yeah, fantastic route. Man, um, it was just absolutely... Dude, everything about the game today was everything the Panthers needed, man. We have hope. We have reason to believe that we're going to do uh, 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 and actually make a legitimate playoff push man you have to be happy hey,
2: Can, um, can good
6: well i was just say just touching on what you were talking about a minute ago cody about david tepper with the placeholder for the number one uh, uh jersey i heard somewhere i've been watching a lot of stuff i've been on such a high with this cam newton thing and i've been watching all kinds of videos I sent a link to it in our chat earlier to like an eight minute video for cam newton for his youtube show where he's just going crazy about being carolina and it's just so passionate and so great about how happy he is to be here at such a perfect match. Um, I was reading somewhere and I can't remember where now, cause I wanted to be able to cite this, but about how Tepper told Newton after he was cut that he was going to get him back one day, you know, and obviously everybody thinking you're going to bring you back, you know, to retire with the Panthers. You'll sign a one day contract whenever you retire and retire a Panther. Do you think he really meant like, I'm going to get you back one day? Like, Tepper wanted, never wanted to get rid of Newton. And he, this is what he's wanted all along was to get cam back. That's why he held the place for him.
2: We all want to know inquiring minds want to know, like, that's going to be the thing. As soon as all of this passes, like this era passes of cam Newton retires, uh, maybe the Panthers find some success. Finally win a super bowl or something like that. And maybe Matt Rule er- that air, that era is gone. We want to know these questions. Like, I mean, the I think the single question, if we could ask everybody, like if we just could have one insider piece of info is the decision making around the quarterback position since David Tepper took over. Who do we attribute it to? You know, like we want to know is like Cut and cam whose fingerprints, who was the main. Uh, one calling for that signing Teddy Bridgewater. who is the main one? We, we all speculate, we've speculated endlessly about these things. Next, the Darnold move, this and that. We want to know who has orchestrated these decisions. At least that's for me. Like the one insider piece of info I want to know.
1: You had David Newton on a day early, I know. Yeah, literally
3: the day before. And by the way, if you go back and listen to his answer. Uh, he basically thought uh, I- anything but Cam Newton, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah, he said He's there's no
6: way.
2: Himself. And it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a ridiculous no. position to hold Not at, at the role. time. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. is that bringing Cam Newton back, we thought, was going to be um, humbling for everybody involved, uh, particularly. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Is that we, it's one thing for us to swallow our pride and to say we were wrong on something. It's one thing for um, Matt ruled to swallow his pride and say he was wrong on something. But when you're a billionaire, a billionaire, dude, like nobody talks junk to you. Like, you do know, you can't like no mistake you can make can ever set you back. But so far. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's just impossible. Like you, you would have to lose every bet for the rest of time. right for you to learn what it is like to be wrong uh and so i think that that's where it's interesting that's where we thought that and i said that on debate my take too no way no how uh that didn't age well Uh, i love how this is gotta give give put some respect in cam newton's name uh when it comes to look is uh, look at how everybody talked about his ego his arrogance him being a problem, you know what I'm saying? Like the the cancer, these types of things have always been thrown at Cam. You, can you imagine uh, a guy who looked more genuinely happy to be at home? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think Cam is authentic and people think that he is a fraud. That's what a lot of people think is that this is all a fake. Like even when he does say the right things, they would go, oh, he don't really mean it. I think Cam is truly authentic. I think like Cam is authentic in his own skin to the fact that he wears what he he does, all this ridiculous dress and all this, and he don't do it for a... T- he does it because that's who he is. Mm-hmm. And Cam said that, you know, and, and this is the one thing, this is when I really turned on Teddy Bridgewater for the end, like where I would not want him. Like I didn't like him. It went like... Not only did I not believe he was right or good or anything, but I just started just like, he turned, he threw people under the bus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whether he was right or wrong, whether he was right or wrong in it, he did. He Mm -hmm. never, and you know what Cam always did? Fell on the sword. He did what coaches do, and that is like when a coach says this, I need to coach better because Sam is playing bad. That's what he's got to say he does it he wants to say that guy's got to stop being a fucking piece of shit but Cam always did always fell on the, the sword. sword
3: always 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 always,
2: always. And always
3: and he's always going to man it's he's not fake real it's
2: not fake it's not no. fake, well, and now. you
3: saw it today when Cam Newton's trying to amp up the whole team his first game back and he's out there amping up the team the only thing sad is that we can't put that captain's logo back on his uh, jersey where it belongs. Uh,
2: can can you not? You know, get I mean, it I you?
3: thought that you. I thought you said it before the before, before the, the se- before the season started, and then that's it. No, oh, no, yeah. no. You,
6: you can change it weekly because I know that there's plenty of times where they even talk about its announcers as the players run. Oh, he's wearing the captain's jersey this week. He was awarded captain this week. You can oh, definitely yeah.
1: change. Fao got you the can, captain's captain's yeah. patch when we were in england
6: you can only have so many per like you can have like i think three for offense three for defense and three for Oh, it's okay players. we got one uh, from yeah. sam's jersey um, that we can
2: yeah yeah, yeah. take
3: sam's and put it right <laughs> on the cams dude yeah, yeah you can
2: definitely- all right 100%. Um, let's get a towel uh, towel of shame um uh, towel of shame pick you know what I'm, uh, and again, everything's back. Everything's about Cam. Um, Talus shame goes to this. Is Cam haters, man? The people that said life was going to be better without Cam, and that oh he's done this and that. When look, this guy came back and saved Joe Brady's job today. Yeah, this guy came back and saved the Panther season today. He came back and saved my. My my mental health today. Mm-hmm. Uh, as someone who drank way, 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 way too much yesterday and was feeling terrible. I could only feel so bad when I saw Cam Newton score a touchdown. Like I felt great again. It was like a Pedia light for my soul. Um My towel of Shame though, the real one goes to the refs. I thought I made some wussy calls today. I thought they were yeah. they were throwing laundry out there for no reason a lot of times, and that stinks. And uh the taunting stuff is ruining football. And uh, think about this for the debate shows this week as well as the Tuesday show. Um, somebody sent me a message that said, do you think that um, that Brian Burns' celebration of um, the Spider-Man and uh, maybe Cam Superman, that these guys have to be concerned now with the taunting stuff, that that is... Like are they? I mean, taunting. I need to look at the rules because I don't think it means you can't celebrate, right? Right.
4: Yeah. It means it's, it's, it's not no allowed. Good it's good. not
3: allowed to be directed at a player. So you're allowed to celebrate, but like if you flex in the direction of the defender, uh, you, you know, or, or whatever, the guy you stepped armed or whatever, then if you if you're doing something at someone it's considered taunting
1: right right and basically you, you got to do it pointing towards the end zones cuz mm-hmm. even if you're doing it towards the opponent the opponent's team i guess that counts now it's a
6: very ambiguous definition of what taunting is and that's a bad bad spot to have a gray area and in the in the Rules, I believe,
2: especially you know, when it changes people. the tone of a game. You know, I mean, it's a personal foul. Like it negates big that we saw in that uh, Chicago game. Chicago is supposed to win that game, or it looks mm-hmm. like they could go and win that game and then change the game. You hate when that happens. You don't want it's like baseball. You don't want you understand that there is a human error. Um, but at the same time, you don't want the calls to ruin the. The competitive nature of the game Mm -hmm. Uh, Drew you got a towel with shame for anybody
5: Uh, Honestly The only person I can think of And it's with this great Win I even hate to do it but Chuba Hubbard for fumbling the football
2: Yes yes
12: He's he's had an up and down
2: Rookie season
6: yeah, this is definitely not a good time if you're trying to make the cut for a team. This team might be about to take off. You want to be playing Just your best football right now.
5: Exactly. With Amir Abdullah running as hard as he is, mm-hmm. you can't afford to fumble the football. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And especially if we're going to depend on him to take reasonable snaps away from McCaffrey when it matters. Yeah, those you cannot have those. And he needs to spend extra time on the jugs machine. He he needs to get right, man. Uh, yeah. Because we cannot have those jobs. It's one thing to have them earlier in the season, but you you've played enough NFL football now, man. It's time to get better with that and continue to grow as a football
5: player.
2: He and that best was be
5: all on him. Him. It was nobody even stripping the ball from him. That was him yeah. right in the
2: chest. Right. I mean, we make mistakes. It's just he's been making mistakes. This and he's had some. I give him this. Is he's had some tough runs, too. Like, I mean, he's had some bright spots. But I, he best be glad that Ron Rivera ain't his coach. Because his ass wouldn't have had a second chance after week one. Or week never. Uh, he would have <laughs> never been on this team. He would have been over there with Cameron Artis Payne just sitting on the sidelines watching. Ooh. Um. Anybody else want to throw a towel at somebody? No. Nah. I got one. That'd be something. All right.
1: For for whoever decided to cut Cam. Towel of shame. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now you're eating your words.
2: (laughs) I feel Uh, like we should give one to Sam Darnold for his tears.
4: (laughs) He's
6: still what, eighteen million guaranteed this year? He's not crying too bad. Yeah. hold on.
4: Who? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, Who, yeah.
6: Who are we talking
3: about? Dun, Dunman, <laughs> the it doesn't, doesn't Blake has the same mindset as
6: me. Jugs Machine does sound fantastic, but I guess it's just the mind. I hope, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I play yeah, the Jugs, Jugs machine. machine all day long. Yeah, so. yeah
6: loving <laughs>
4: Jugs
2: thank uh, Ross School. Thank you for your support. Always uh, generous with monetary donations every week. Uh, we appreciate that. He said, Ice up David Newton for Trash and Cam Wednesday. Um,
3: I don't know oh, if he him. I don't think he Just trashed with me. Yeah. people are uh, people are flaming uh, Dave right now because uh, I don't know, I'll look it up. He said something about um, uh, PJ Walker, uh, and uh, he made made it sound like it was last week that the Panthers played the Lions, like uh Uh-oh. Instead, it More said last year, year of last year, and people were already. Uh,
2: Oh, man. I uh, love, uh, first, uh, um, I am ace boogie attorney is David Newton's biggest fan. I mean, you might argue I might be his only fan. That could be like one thing is there's he doesn't get and, um, and, and I was being honest with him, man. People need to hear their good sometimes. You know, people need to hear some compliments, not always just only trash. And yeah, he makes mistakes, but I do that all the time too. So I also empathize with him on that because I'm terrible with names. I always get them mixed up. He was very gracious with his time coming on the show. Um, and I got to say, out of all the people that we've ever interviewed that has been like a reporter or an insider, he's the only one that messaged me the next day with something nice. You know what I'm saying? Like this. And he sent me a message. He sent me a message after the show. He said, one day I'll tell you what I'd really asked David Tepper so I can't wait for that one cuz we asked him what would he ask and he said I'll tell you what I can tell you up here and then one day I'll tell you what I really would. Um, <laughs> and then the next day he sent me a message as soon as the cam Newton broke. He said, "Well, I was wrong." Got that one. Oh, wrong. Dear, really? <laughs> but it was nice, man, like that dude yeah. messaged me, you know what I'm saying? Usually I'm begging these guys acting like they're I mean, and they are, they're out there working hard and stuff like that, but like I don't know, sometimes they think they're cooler than they are.
3: Yeah, I, uh, listen. I, I think uh, Panther fans are definitely higher on David Newton now that he uh, came and talked to us. But yeah, this is what people are getting on to him now. Uh, he said uh, he led the Panthers to a 20-0 victory over the Lions last year. <laughs> and then then uh, he got, but look, yeah. then he got he got corrected, and he was like. Yeah, last
4: week. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and like
3: Pat, Pat Covertrain said, y'all please go watch David Newton interview with Cat Chronicles. This man don't care.
2: <laughs> it's awesome, dude. Yeah. I love him. Uh, All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Alright. Uh, that is the show for now. Tuesday night's going to be a fun one, man. We get to circle back after a victory. We get to circle back with the team that now Cameron cam newton is wearing number one in carolina again um and you know i feel like cam also made the term qb1 like i feel like i didn't ever hear it just be called like that like where it was like an actual like nah. that qb1 qb1 been around for a while <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. was like man with a jersey number then you get other kind, now quarterbacks like to wear the number one so I remember, uh, you know what I'm i
3: have i have uh sunday that football on my screen and Mike Florio on the bottom. It says strong chance Cam Newton will start next week versus Washington. Strong. So chance. To, to to peaceful warrior into or peaceful savage in the chat. Sorry to to ruin your dreams, man. It doesn't seem like uh, the Walker Wonder is gonna get any more starts at uh, QB one. But hey, man, I'm happy for PJ. Uh, yeah. I I know today was a um. A heavy Cam Newton day, obviously. But I also, I want to make sure that before we go, we give another big pat on the back to P.J. Walker. Mm -hmm. P.J. Walker, he played very well today. Came in, he was uh, accurate. He uh, was big on some third downs too. Got the ball out of his hand quick. Uh, P.J. played a really good game today, Mm -hmm. man. I don't want to take that away from him. And he got blown up a
2: few times. Stood his ground in there. Uh, got jumped right up to look to see what was happening, not just like dead in the ground, you know, like, and, sure. and also not. Ca- I always loved that with Sam Dartle. Does he get smashed and they like didn't even care what happened in the play though? It was just like he was like <laughs> laying down.
5: I mean,
2: and you were yeah. a little worried about his health down there, but PJ was like, Oh, did I make the pass? Did I make the pass? And it also shows you, I think what, um, football fans were so recency biased. And, hey, look, I'm guilty of this too. It's just five days ago. I was ready. To, like, I just didn't think there was any hope for this team going forward. And now I'm back on it, right? And, Drew, you said this too on when we were doing the Thursday thing when the Cam Newton news you uh, came across. It's like how one little piece of evidence or one little event changes your outlook. But I think of people, a lot of people, like, it just became easy to shit on P.J. Walker, though, in this process. They're like, he can't. And, like, you know, you're thinking of a guy who's been working hard, trying to mm-hmm. trying to play. I, mean, I know I don't think he's going to be the first person to say, I'm going to be the next starting quarterback. But he's put together more. I bet you this is, I bet you there's better tape from P.J. Walker than there is from Sam Donald oh, absolutely. on this team.
1: And let, let's not forget that P.J. is undefeated as a starter between two different leagues. Yeah. Like, Everyone, even I have my own critiques on PJ as much as I love him. But you can't argue with the fact that the dude is 7-0 as a starter between Pretty two cool. different leagues.
2: Whether it's last week or last year, who gives a shit?
3: A <laughs>
1: exactly. Good,
3: uh, also, a good point by Ross, too. That two-point conversion was a laser beam uh, that he yeah. threw. And also, it was a good play call by Joe Brady as well, man.
2: Yep. All right, that's the C3 Panthers post-game show. It's a good day. You can follow me on Twitter at cat underscore Chronicles. We'll be here Tuesday night. We got a lot of cool um, content coming. Uh, And, Cody, how can they get after you?
3: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Cody CodyLack, C-O-D-Y-L-A-C. You know, I follow Batman. I'm very accessible. Come get at me. Um, Also, uh, before we got out of here, Guys, we are, like, literally, like, 70-something subscribers away from 3,000. Which we busted
2: ass over the last two weeks. We had, like, 100 subscribers in, like, five days. Yeah, man.
3: Listen, if you are not subscribed to the channel, hey, we have 166 people still watching at the end of the podcast. Right now, you could help us get to 3,000 subscribers. Hit the subscribe button. We need tell 50. Yeah, tell a friend, man. Tell a friend uh, about the Carolina Panthers and the C3 Panthers podcast, man. This is the place to be. This is the place you want to come hang out. And um, catch my work on Draft Tech, uh, where I'm the Panthers analyst. that write first and second round comments for the Carolina Panthers. And last but not least, every Friday at 7 p.m. The Friday free-for-all. Nick and Drew are always there hanging out with me, having a great time every Friday. That's your opportunity to be on the show. I posted the link to the stream yard in the chat so everyone can come in and hang out if you want to. Um, and yeah, that's it for me. It's been a good-ass day, Tony.
2: All right, guys. Thank you again. Check out the Friday Free For All. Nick and Drew, always great con- contributors there. And then they get on each and every week with us at uh, any any opportunity. I love this. Is I love this. Is how how great our community is. Is people will give us their time, um, and their insight and their enthusiasm. So thank you from the bottom of my heart, you two and Greg. Good to see you, my friend. It's always um, brother. I know it's nice. It's a good day. And uh, Cody, Cur- take us the hell out of here.
3: Path of Nation, until next time. Let me get this off the screen so that way. Until next time, keep pounding.
1: Keep pounding.
3: Damn. <laughs>